up, what up? Real Coach JB getting ready to get after it. Top of the morning to all. And uh, it's going to be a uh, pretty in-depth show here. Zach Smith joins me on Menace Mondays as usual. We're going to break down the college football landscape of the Pac-12, Big Ten. All this addition and subtraction. Is it addition by subtraction or what? We're going to break that down when Zach calls in in a little while. Matt McChesney is going to join in. We're going to talk some more college football, Pac-12 football, along with the NFL Combine and what we really think about all these uh, QBs testing uh, off the charts. We're going to break that down, plus so much more. All this is brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code COACHJB. That is not right. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Get you 50% off. Welcome bonus. Right now, today, NBA is in full swing. Major League Baseball is getting ready to get after it, and uh, the XFL is a fun bet. Um, I actually bet it. You can call me a degenerate or whatever. I don't know, but shit. I won a little $80 last night on the XFL. Bet on my own player, Morgan Ellison. Shout out to Matt Barry, ESPN. He is a uh, he's a good mammal man on that network. He shouted me out during the uh, injury that Morgan Ellison, my former player, suffered during the game for the Seattle team in the XFL on Saturday. Um, he's a good dude. I was in uh, Scottsdale this past weekend with my boy Pat Perez, live golfer extraordinaire, uh, chef extraordinaire. Cooked some brisket last night before I got out of there. Had to head back home. Got home perfect timing. Uh, it was raining. It is raining right now. Bad here in SoCal. It's about a four, four and a half, four, four, four and a half hour drive. Not too bad. Uh, no traffic. Got to go right through uh, Scotts Delta outside of LA. So not bad. Not bad. Uh, got a lot of. Uh, a lot of shit going on this past weekend, boy. Let me tell you, a lot of things going on. KD versus Kyrie. Luca blows a layup. Booker and him then blow kisses. We're going to break that down. But before we get into all this, let me get to you the uh, quote of the day. Uh, always quote of the day. Got to get you started. Um, bam. Quote of the day. The past is where you learn the lesson. The future is where you apply it. Um. You didn't realize that. Uh, that is just real talk. The past is where you learn the lesson. The future is where you apply the lesson. Uh, make sure that sets in with you uh, this Monday morning. Get you started off with a bang. Uh, contrary to belief, brought to you by CandidipsCBD.com. CandidipsCBD.com. Use the promo code COACHJB. The cleanest way to dip there is. Coach JB, all caps, gets you 20% off plus free shipping. And I'm on, I'm in the running for the, some contests. So make sure you go over there and send my promo code, Coach JB, get you some, uh, get you some clean dip. Uh, and then uh, win your boy a prize. I don't like losing shit. So make sure you get, get it in. Um, let me see. Let me put this ticker down here. Zach will join me in a little while. We'll talk some college football. 
The NFL Combine's latest. I'll talk that with Matt McChesney later on. The Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes are getting interesting. John Morant is basically a waste of talent. We're going to break that down uh, throughout the show today. Um, so make sure you guys pound the like button, subscribe, become a member if you're not one. Best dollar ninety nine a month you could spend. And if you want to be on the Discord, come on over to the Discord. Uh, it is a uh, it is quite interesting over there. Slap Nation Discord. You can find it in the bio link. You can find it right here on YouTube. Make sure you guys subscribe to that if you're not one already. Um, man, <laughs> lots to discuss. I got a lot of shit to go go through here. Um, but like, I wanted to flip into Monday like with a bang. And I I saw this video and I'm like, there's no way to get into Monday better than this guy did. And uh, whose fault is it? The dog, the player, the co- the guy in the front, or the motherfucker just driving? <laughs> you got to be a dumb motherfucker to not see that cat sitting there. Like, I got to rewind this. I got to rewind this. This motherfucker is full blast. Like, what is he? I like the guy in the red stopping for the dog, though. Looks like a little pit. Looks like a little pit. Um... <laughs> I can watch this shit a thousand times. I want to make sure we point out that the dog right there was running out. And I like the guy in the red car. The red car, he, he sees the he sees the dog, you know what I mean? I don't know if he's looking at the girl over here on the side or not, but this guy is full go. Like, where is his eyes at? And that motherfucker got to be fat motherfucker because he landed on the hood and broke the window. He landed on the hood and broke the window. I mean, damn. I don't know how you miss a red car or red. I mean, he had to have been woke up. (laughs) Ah, I thought that shit was hilarious. Start the show off with a bang. And then we got to go to this fucked up lawmakers that we live in, this society we live in that makes these fucked up laws, fucked up lawmakers. We got a fucking guy who got 180 days in jail. Look what he did to these kids, four to nine-year-olds. And... (laughs) A Norwegian filmmaker faces three years in prison for saying men cannot be lesbian. But a kid gets 180 days. Look at this weirdo fuck. He got 180 days for ta- for, for going after four to nine-year-old girls, kids. Like, you can't tell me we're not fucked up. You can't tell me we're not fucked up. We're more fucked up than I've ever seen us. But, you know, we're going to get into that the whole fucking day today. Um... Your boy, the weirdo fuck, Mahomes' little brother, accused of sexual assault in Overland Park, Kansas, at a restaurant. Overland Park, by the way, if you don't know where it is, it's outside of Kansas City, but it's also one of the most affluent neighborhoods in America. Actually, one of the richest neighborhoods in America per capita. If you don't know that, you probably wouldn't know that unless you're from the area or lived in that area or Kansas or whatever. Overland Park is one of the most affluent areas in America. One of the richest areas in America per capita. A lot of big money people live there. 
He forcibly kissed him, himself, kissed the girl. Listen, I saw the video, and I'm just sitting there like, this motherfucker's a weirdo. I'm looking at the girl's demeanor, because I want to see if the girl's just doing it for a money grab, or was she doing it and really trying to push him off her. So I've seen the video a few times. I'm trying to dissect it a little bit, because I see a few smirks out of the girl. I see a few smiles. So I'm a little bit hesitant to make judgment right now at this point. Because, see, I'm a realist, and I tell you the real that other ones won't tell you. They'll just tell you the trigger word. Trigger word was he groped the girl in the bar. And then everyone's like, oh, shit. And then the video comes out, and I'm sitting there looking at the video, and I'm like, okay. Right out the front, right out the gate, I get an inclination that the girl kind of knows what's up. She ain't too mad, too pissed off. I know when a broad gets pissed off or is mad if, if a man really is rubbing her the wrong way. I didn't see that from this girl. I got, I, I really didn't see it from this girl. Like this girl's kind of like, she's not really going. Now, females will combat it and tell me, JB, you're full of shit. We don't want to be touched and groped. And, and I get that too. You know me, I, that's something I ain't going to do. But what I'm saying is the girl can also be like, hey, she knows what's going on. It's a Mahomes, Mahomes brother. They know who it is. They know who it is. Maybe she's trying to like, she's in a bad situation. I don't know. Either way, if it's a real video and it's not for clicks and likes, then this weirdo fuck put the girl in a bad situation. Put her in a bad, kind of in a trick bag. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. We already know he's a weirdo fuck. We already know he's a weirdo fuck. Right? We already know the weirdo fuck. So, um, yeah. See, now there's more to it. You know, everybody's coming out talking about she came, he came there with her daughter. She was in the camera's view. I mean, dog, that's why I'm so, I'm, I'm quick to not just come out and say, we already know he's a weirdo fuck, right? We don't know what he is. We don't know what he is. I don't. I think he's borderline made up human. I don't know what you guys think. I think he's a borderline made up human. He's on that. He's trending in that direction. He may have already done it. He, already, he may have already cut it off. He may just have the clit. I don't know. I don't know. Could be a made up human at this point. We got to figure that out, uh, Bree. All the ladies in the house. We got to figure that out. Um, yeah, the kid is a fucking unlikable kid, right? Um, he is an unlikable kid. Um, yeah, I think he is a lesbian, Will Schulte. Schulte, I think he's a lesbian, but you can't say that because this Norwegian filmmaker is going to get three years in prison for saying men cannot be lesbians. So we're saying that he is a lesbian. So we got to figure this out. But then you can go after little kids and get, you know, only 180 days. So we got to figure it out. But make sure we're clear. We can't say he's a lesbian or we'll go to jail. <laughs> oh, dog. We're so fucked up in this fucking country. It blows my fucking mind. How about this? Ladies, I want to know. I want to get your opinion on this. Ladies only. All right. Ladies only. Bree, Lucy. I don't know if Lucy's in the house yet. What would you do, Bree? If you're the wife in this situation, all right?
right, a lot to unfold in that video, all right? We're going to rewind it for you all that didn't see. Lucy, perfect timing. Lucy, you come right in at the right times always. I need to get a lady's perspective, ladies only. What would you do if your husband and this girl walking by grabbed your husband's dick? And this is a lot to unfold. Make sure you pay attention to this video. So she got full hand right there. She got full hand on it. She sees it. The wife sees it. She won't let go either. Woo, she got, she wouldn't even let go. And then the wife slaps the husband. <laughs> and then blasts her again. Um, I don't know. It seems like it's another, it, it seems like another. She slapped the husband though, Lucy. I got to ask you guys. Bree, Lucy, the women in the house, if the guys just walk, if the girl's walking by and grabs my shit, I don't know the girl, I'm totally innocent, I'm sitting there with you in line, she grabs my shit, is it my fault? Is that my fault? I'm just asking, is it my fault though? I, I think the husband seemed a little bit of a, uh, he kind of was like catching some, strays there i think he caught a stray right there with the girl grabbing his shit now if why did the girl grab his shit are they in vegas and they're drunk and they're at three in the morning and then that's what happens that happens in vegas quite a bit um uh, but either way i would expect my wife to do that um but i would also grab the broad's hand like bitch get off my fucking shit you can't handle this anyway my shit's eight inches around so, you know, I'm like, come on, man. You can't do that to these people like that. Um, might be a little delusional today. I'm straight off of basically no sleep. It's all good. Work hard, play hard. Can't do it. Couldn't let the folks down. Got to do the show. Uh, the, sh the, the, the show must go on. Um, and it was, I was driving through and it started raining about to, for the last 30, 40 minutes into town. I'm like, fuck. And then, uh, so, you know. It is what it is. Worked out, though. It worked out. All right, women, another scenario I have for you before we get into sports and do the rest of the day uh, with a, in this show with a bang today. It's going to be a full-fledged uh, NFL combine. We're going to break down some college football. We're going to break down what I don't like about the combine, and we're going to talk about some other things, including Giannis's facilitates his own triple-double. Can't wait to get into all this and more. Um but first, I got to get the good shit out the way. Lucy, Bree, I just want you to know. If your grandmother was at the spot and they told her to perform fellatio, we all know what fellatio is. What would you guys do if you saw grandma? Um, what would you do? Matt will be here this morning uh, as long as the uh, weather permits. Um, what would you do if you saw this video? <laughs> oh, my God, homie. 
can't get, I can't get over the slap at the end though. I can't get over the slap at the end. Um, they said, they said she's eighty though. I got. They said she's eighty. No way. Who's the guy with the corn dog though? Who's the cat? <laughs> Who's the cat with the corn dog though? Candyman, you walk into fire around here, dog. We I, I, no holds bar around this motherfucker. This show right here is a fucking sports. Grandma's sucking dick. We do it all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. Shit. She grabbed the hips. She grabbed the hips, though, Lucy. If you don't notice, she grabbed the hips. Did you not notice? She grabs the ass. She grabs the ass. Look at her grab the ass. She grabs the ass. Look at her. She, she grabbing the motherfucker. She wants him to thrust her throat. See, you got to look at all the little details. You got to look at all the finite details. She grabbed the cat and thrust it. That is what you're walking into today. She grabbed at his ass and thrusted him. That's what you walked into today, Candyman or whoever the fuck. Uh, oh, man, loves Mondays. Menace Mondays, dog. We're, we're, here, for, we're here for all the smoke. Giannis, um, Giannis facilitated his own, I guess his own triple-double. All right. He's going to finish one rebound. So Giannis, Giannis facilitated his own triple-double. Now, here's some, we're going to start veering towards some sports. We got a lot to go over. Um, Hey, you guys got to become members of the Discord because then I see text messages and people tell me like, hey, this Adolph Oliver nipple guy is a weirdo fuck. And then I saw it on my thing, and I'm like, all right, let me check it out because I don't, I didn't get a chance to. I got all this shit I'm doing by myself. So I went over here, and then I see the first few things from you, Adolph Oliver Nipple. First of all, your name is already a trigger for me. So I already know you're a weirdo fucking troll bitch. And then I'm glad that the, the Discord's like, oh, this guy's a weirdo fuck. So then I see your weirdo fucking ass. And now I can address your weirdo ass, you fucking bitch. Now go get the fuck up out of here, you fucking bitch boy. Get your bitch ass up out of here. So we got him out. Um, but love the Discord. Make sure you guys uh, check it out and come on over there if you're not a member already. Uh, it's only a dollar more than the regular chat. So come on over. You can text with us all day long. And then I get real messages live, so I know the fuck's going on. Then I get get rid of the weirdo fucks. And it was probably like fucking Patrick Mahomes' brother or some shit. I don't know. Um, but he'll be back as a nipple fuck face in a minute as a whole new guy. 
Just watch. He'll be a whole new guy in five seconds. Like, it's unbelievable. These motherfuckers have no life. Like, these motherfuckers are really just bottom feeders. Holy shit. Like, bottom feeders. Like, I can't believe that they're that thirsty on a Monday to make up and troll the chat. We're just starting 15 minutes in. Like, we're not, we're at 400 people only right now. Just wait. God damn. So, we got a lot to discuss. I got to, I got to get into this. I want to ask the ladies. I see some ladies are in the house. I got to ask some ladies in this room, all right? Men cheat, women cheat. We, I get it. I've never cheated. I'm just telling you right now. I'm not a cheater. I don't. I live by karma. I believe in karma. If I'm going to say, you know what? You know what, girl? I'm just not feeling it no more. I'm going to tell you straight out. I don't live in that. I don't want to go to sleep in, with drama. So I'm going to tell you. If you can't handle that, then you you can't handle the truth, which is most likely the real story. Most people can't handle the truth. But at least you got to give me credit. I'm going to say, listen, I'm not feeling it no more. It ain't working no more. I'm done. So then when you're done is when, okay, now I'm free again. I'm going out, whatever. But during the job, don't ever shop on the job. I used to tell my coach that all the time. Don't ever shop a job while you're on the job. It is the number one term of disrespect. It's the number one way that I will fire your motherfucking ass. So if you're shopping jobs on my job, fired immediately. One on 911 ASAP, Rocky, whatever that motherfucker's name is. I am firing you on the spot. So Bree, baby girl, Lucy, Liz, all the girls in the chat. Um, what would you do if your man put a drone over you and followed you around town and caught you cheating? Here we go. Hey, where, where you where you at right now, though? I'm about to go on Walmart. You about to go on Walmart right now? Yeah. Come coming from where? Hey, real, hey, real, real quick, look up. You, you see me? You see me? Wait, wave to the camera. Wave to the camera. Where would you get a drone from? It don't matter where I got it from. Where, where's the kid at? Tell who kid is that? Why are you following me? I don't know who that kid is. Bro, so you gonna, you gonna lead a kid? I don't know whose kid that is. You gonna lead a kid? Who, who that? Who that's a dude kid? You're following me with a drone. Bro, see, we all, we all the way got you on camera, bro. All the way got you on camera, bro. Why would you follow me? All the way got you on camera. Bro, go 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 back and get the key, bro. You left the key right here. <laughs> Wait a who the fuck kid is it? I'm not <laughs> See, I like the dude. At least he's like, hey, take care of the kid. I know it's your dude kid. Bro, go get your go get your dude's kid, bro. You 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 at Walmart, right? You at Walmart, right? Man, I don't know. Man, man, where you at, man? Where you at with that, man? Would you see? I'm not gonna do it. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I can't do it. If I gotta sit in a car and put a drone on you, it has been over for a long time. And if you can't recognize that, then real don't recognize real where you're fucking from. It recognize real where I'm from. And there ain't no fucking way I'm going to sit in the car and waste my motherfucking time and day looking over your fucking janky ass with a drone. Bitch, fucking please. 
ain't no fucking way I'm getting on a drone and follow your motherfucking ass. Shh, come on, man. I'm not fucking running around with a drone. Liz, we got another woman in the house, Liz. Liz said, I would never do that. I know my worth. Uh, kudos. Clap it up. <laughs> All the ladies in the house I, that come in here are very, very respectable women. Uh, so I must I must shout out all the women in the chat that come in. Um, I'm just telling you, like, women have intuition. Women have intuition. Liz said, if I got vibes I'm getting cheated on because the energy isn't there, I would leave the relationship. That's stupid. Exactly. Exactly. All the ladies telling Liz what's up. Baby girl, everyone's telling Liz what's up. Um, she said she ain't been on YouTube, so ignore her name. Listen, it's all gravy. We take them all. I'm going to be honest. I'm not chasing you down, though, either with a drone. Men, where you at, men? I don't know. Like, ladies. That sounds like something, no offense, ladies. You know how I always say no offense and then I'm going to offend y'all. Don't, no offense. That is sounds like a, what a female would do. And that might be sexist comment. You know, I'm not sexist at all, so I'm not going to say no shit like that. But I'm like, that's a female thing. And you know, I only call, fem- I don't call females bitches. I only call men bitches. And I think men are bitch made far more than women are. We already know some men out here are soft as pussy. And I'm going to be straight up. That is what a woman would do with a drone following your motherfucking ass around. This lady had someone else's kid talking about I'm going to Walmart. She's so far left. She's already made her decision, homeboy. You can't figure that shit out at the house eating fucking McDonald's every night. You ain't sat there and looked at your girl like, what up, babe? What you been doing? None. Can you give me the barbecue sauce? What's going on at work today? Oh, none. Same old shit. We fucking tonight? Nah, I'm not in the mood. All right, I'm going to watch TV. (laughs) Motherfucker, you didn't figure out in that conversation right there that she's done with your motherfucking ass and she's fucking someone else and she raising another motherfucker's kid and your bitch ass going to go follow her with a drone? Get the fuck out of here. What's going on? Oh, my God. Ah, you're right. You're right about that. If somebody, if somebody, if somebody come in here talking about they got a drone, oh, get the fuck out of here. Um, Exactly, Liz. I would not expect a dude to do that. But guess what, though? Guess what, though? I do now expect a man to do it almost because like we are in the fucking era of Dwayne Wade's girls, daughter, boy, him, she, them, fuck, whoever. I mean, I don't even know what to tell you who this motherfucker made up human is, but he's a made up human. Born with a dick, turned to a clit. That is what we call a made-up fucking human. Because that ain't a real human. 
So that's what, Liz, just so you know, that's our terminology in here because we can't say certain words. YouTube kind of hurts that and that kind of shadow bans me and shit. So we call them made up humans. So hopefully YouTube don't know what that means and we can get away with talking about it. But anyway, this is a made up human right here in the middle. And a made up human is when you cut off your dick and you grow a clit or you peel your clit back, grow some balls. <laughs> I don't even know the process anymore. I'm so fuck confused. I'm so fuck confused on the process. I have no fucking idea, but I just know it's a made up fucking human. So this is the world we live in anyway. So it don't shock me at all that it was a dude with a fucking drone because dudes are now the, I mean, let's just be honest. I've showed enough things in the last few days that should let you guys know <laughs> that what we are, right? I mean, that's just kind of what it is. I mean, I mean, Griner out here looking like Ben Simmons. We don't know what that is. I mean, that looks like a made-up fucking human to me, but we don't know. We don't know. I can't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, not gonna go into it. Not gonna go into it. But I'm telling you. Ooh, we got a lot of shit going on, man. We got a lot of shit going on. I don't... The poll question, by the way, I, I did not put it out there. I'm sorry. But the poll question, have made-up humans fathers failed them? Have made-up humans fathers failed them? In this world, because we're seeing it more than we've ever seen it before. And I agree with fully with Marcellus Wiley. I'm glad Marcellus took his own platform, got off Fox Sports. I'm glad he's speaking out. I'm glad he's sticking to his guns and his convictions, just like, you know, I always do. And he's like, my, 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 my daughter's not going to compete with made-up humans in sports. And... You can attack me all you want, which is crazy. We got to be attacked now for having an opinion. And an opinion no longer can even be brought into a debate. So now you can't have an opinion, but we're supposedly in this free speech world. And then the cancel culture people come over and cancel you for having an opinion. And then you can't even debate it because there's no sense in debating a Twitter fucking coward that sits on Twitter all day and just talks about bullshit and tells you his name is Johnny, but he's really Freddie. He lives in fucking Phoenix, but he tells you he lives in L.A. It's just some weirdo shit because social media, they, it makes cowards of us all because we can just talk and text behind a fucking phone. We don't have to worry about getting socked in the fucking mouth for saying some foul shit. You can say whatever you want to say. And Marcella said, my daughter's not going to compete against some fucking made-up human in basketball, in football, in track, in wrestling, in MMA, in any of that. And uh, and then Jamel Hill and all these fucks come after him and shit. He's like, damn, I thought you were my girl, Jamel. But apparently that tells you what it's about. These motherfuckers defending Dwayne Wade and telling how much of a great father he is. See, that's the problem. We make excuses for excuses. This motherfucker is putting a drone out there after his female when we all think in this room pretty much high consensus is saying that that's a female act. And that's not an offensive one. That's just being honest, right? And I'm not even mad at females for doing this shit because, you know, fuck, everyone cheats. Everyone cheats. That's why I say I'm single. I'm like, I'm not going to cheat. I just leave your ass. 
Um, but I don't know why that's so hard to do. And you know why? Because you rap about side bitches, side dick. Like, that's all we talk about. My side chick, my side dick. Well, you're putting it out there for the world. You don't think people are grabbing onto what you fucking rap about? What you say? My side chick. <laughs> you don't think that's a real thing? You don't think you're going to get it? Without further ado, it's Menace Monday after all. we got to bring my main man, Zach Smith, in. Zach, you got a side chick? Or uh, does your girl got a side dick? Like, hey, Zach, let's be real. If we're sitting here talking about side bitches and side dicks all the time, don't you think you're going to have more of it happen? Absolutely. Like, I'm just confused. Would you ever do this, Zach? I don't know if you caught this, but would you ever fucking in your life put a drone over your girl and follow her around? Fuck no. Hey, where, where, you, where you at right now, though? Nah, I'm out. You about to go on Walmart right now? Yeah. Come, coming from where? What are you talking about? Hey, Britt, hey, real quick, look up. You, you see me? You see me? Wave, wave to the camera. Wave to the camera. It don't, it don't matter where I got it from. Where, where's the key at? Tell who kid is that? Why are you following? <laughs> Bro, so you, you gonna leave the kid? I don't know you gonna leave the kid? Who, who that? Who that's a dude kid? Dog, I don't even wanna get. I got. I'm just like, whose kid is that? <laughs> so, so Zach, I walk home and I, I have, I have dinner with my so-called girl, and we're sitting there at the table. I'm giving her a fucking chicken nugget. And and I'm like, hey, we fucking tonight? Nah, I'm good. I'm tired. How's work? Ah, work's same. How? What's going on? Dog, it's over, homie. You didn't figure it out? I don't need to get a drone. Nah. Nah. Hey, listen, if you can't figure it out without any proof, you, you, you're just out of touch. I mean, yeah, exactly. You got you to gotta figure it out. I like the hat, dog. I got to get one of those hats. I'm going to rock it on the show. Yeah, bro, it, it's it's old school. This is from when I first started it, and and we're we're launching a merch line here in like a week. So as soon as we do, I'll send you all the shit. Hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah! I gotta send you some shit too. Um, oh dog, it's unbelievable. I don't even know how to start today's show off. Like I'm, we're thirty five. Well, let, let me give you my relationship advice, JB, because right. I cheated on my wife. I, I I admitted it when when I got fired. They tried to call me all kinds of shit, a wife beater, all this stuff. I said time out. The only thing they got right was I had I had a couple affairs. I was like, I'm gonna own it. It is what it is, right? Well, I said a couple. Well, it, it, it was maybe a, a several, <laughs> but which is what it is. And so I was never. Once I got divorced, I was like, I'm fucking out. Like, ain't no such thing as a relationship. I'm never doing that again. And 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 I met whatever you want to call her now. I'll never get married again. But I call her my wife. I met my current wife, and it was like when, when we first met. I was like, listen, I'm not committing to anything. Like, we can hang out. I'll treat you great, but I'm not. There's no relationship. And so we we had we had my daughter, and then after a while, I was like, you know what? She's cool as shit. Like she's different. Like I'm in. I'll do it. So now I don't need a side chick. I mean, ain't, ain't no such thing as side dick. But if if we're gonna have a side chick, we're gonna have a side chick together. <laughs> exactly. That's the way to do it, right? If you're all in, dog. In my opinion, if you're all in, I've had those before. I wasn't married, but I was. I had dogs in. You know, had a cup of tea, and I was playing. I was traveling around. I was like, fuck. So I had a girl at the time. This was back in. 2000 she'd bring broads to the house yeah she's all in and i'm like oh fuck it whatever uh ah, telling you zach it's funny how people take shit that we do like we'll make mistakes we'll admit to them all the time and all that shit and then the motherfucker will act like we did some whole heinous shit on top of it 
went to try to get a motherfucker fired, blackballed, and banned. Yeah, we made a mistake. We did X, Y, Z. But now you're putting extras on the shit. And uh, the people that don't know, that's what happened uh, in this scenario with Zach. And he just told you all right now. And all you motherfuckers on Twitter can eat a dick because you don't know the fucking truth. Um, (laughs) It's funny at this point, though. Like, this shit is entertaining to me. I I already know. People don't realize the real fucking truth. And they just want to jump on any fucking trigger words they could get into. I'm just like, God damn, dog. You know what that does, though? That just shows how fucking stupid they are. And that's why it makes me laugh. I'm like, you really are ignorant as a motherfucker. No, nah, you're right. It is. It's like, it's unbelievable. It's fucking the most ignorant shit. Uh, ignorance is life-threatening. I tell these people all the time, and I'm just like, fuck, dog. We got so many things going on right now. Like, this show, so I got so much shit to discuss today on this thing. I mean, I got old ladies sucking dicks on camera. Um, I, I, I've already started the show with a bang, Zach. I got, I got a girl grabbing a dude's dick. Um, let me ask you this, Zach, before we get into sports. <laughs> Look at this girl grab this dude's dick, and the guy takes stray bullets from it from his wife. Um, is it our fault that the girl grabs our dick? <laughs> what did he get slapped for? <laughs> My man just posted up on a cooler. What the fuck did he do? Now, unless she saw some side eye shit, and that's like, oh, that's your side bitch. Right now, now, now he cheated. He just stayed in there, cock out. What's he supposed to do? I'm like, dog. I don't know. Um, Texas Tech basketball coach got suspended. Zach, you know what that means? That means you're fired. Oh yeah. Let's just, let's say that. Um, I haven't looked too much into it. Apparently, apparently, there's racially insensitive remarks being made, and I'm seeing something. And why is it that when a coach spits something from the Bible? It seems like they're more suspended or fired than they are. And I'm not into the Bible like that. I'm not into all that stuff. But I'm like, this motherfucker said some trigger word, and I think the motherfucking idiot said slaves. That's what it says. So if he said that, then it doesn't matter what the context was. You're fucked. So I have no idea what he said, but I'm like, shit, he's done. He's fucked. I don't know what what's happening. I mean, like you have to imagine, right? Like you're the head, you're a basketball coach at Texas Tech. Like you've been around black kids your whole career. You're coaching Division One basketball. Like I can't yeah. imagine that he's just that ignorant and blind to to make a an off the cuff statement, a biblical statement about slaves that was not. I prom. I don't want to promise because I don't fucking know. I would bet a lot of money that the message that he delivered was a fucking really good one. I, I and, but he so. said the word slave, and some fucking kid who wasn't playing got all bent out of shape and said, this motherfucker's talking about slaves. I, I Or it was filmed from the rafters. Right, either way. And they either ran way. to the president, and they ran to the fucking... Uh, like, I, I agree with you 100%. I find it hard to believe that this motherfucker's been coaching 30 <laughs> years plus. Yeah. Is now, you know what? Today, I'm showing my fucking race side. I'm going to be a yeah. racist. Like, I'm going to show these black kids. <laughs> I'm going to show these black players of mine that I recruited my whole life that Literally. I'm a racist motherfucker. And I'm going to give up this $3 million contract. <laughs> I'm going to disrespect these kids that my whole career's riding on. <laughs> I mean, it fucking blows my mind, dog. I'm like, God damn. And, and, and Zach, I, you know, I hate to put these these figments, these, imagine, these uh, pictures and, and videos in your imagination and shit, but they're so fucking 
comical and they're just classic. The 80 year old though, getting gagged by a corn dog um, is classic. She's, she's coming for it and she grabs the dude's ass and it's like, fuck it. What the fuck? <laughs> what are we doing? Bro. The fuck are, what is wrong? What, is, what are we doing? What the fuck is wrong with us? What the fuck did I just watch? Where, where's your co-host at? He should have been on today with this. Hey. Oh, he, he should have been. What, what the fuck what was that? Is happening in America? I just want to know what's happening because I think we're so fucked up. Zach, I just gotta, I gotta be honest before we transition here. Not Nana. Do you not think this is for clicks and and, and, and social media likes? I, yeah, absolutely. You, you, I, it, they, people will do anything for clicks nowadays. I mean, just. But, but they got the grandmas now involved. I mean, it's somebody's Nana. Nana. <laughs> No shit, Nana. Not Nana. Um, J Rock said uh, we got to bring Chris into this. Um, oh man, I don't know. It's unbelievable. All right, so let, let's get into this. Uh, I got a. Uh, let me pull this fucking picture up. Pac twelve, Big Twelve, our Big Ten. Zach, you're more in tune with it than I am. I guess the media's going crazy right now a lot of teams are trying to be snatched out by you guys i'm calling i'm calling zach you guys and i'm calling me uh the pack 12 all right but the tv contracts is where it's at zach and you know wherever the money is is where it goes and i and this is the deal the 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 pack 12 and the big 12 are at the towards the bottom the big 10's right in the middle uh as all right they're in the middle but they're the number one highest paying tv contract network there's a reason why the Pac-12 guys are leaving. Uh, oh, yeah. So now there's been a news break, apparently, early as of this morning that I just heard from. And I've been talking to a good friend of mine, Willie Fritz, head coach of Tulane. Tulane apparently has the support of seven of the current Pac-12 members, which is 75% apparently is required. So an eighth vote would be needed. Um, and Tulane could be in the Pac-12. So we're just totally saying fuck geographic. There's no, this is yeah. over. Oh, it's over. We're fucking just grabbing guys from wherever. Because UNLV, oh, yeah, I guess, has said no, or the Pac-12 told UNLV academically you don't meet the Pac-12 standards from what I heard. And apparently Boise and Fresno State are also unlikely. Well, the Pac-12 is a, is a dying conference right now, especially there's a lot of smoke right now to Washington and Oregon joining the Big Ten. And I think the Big Ten's just dragging their feet a little bit because – they really have this pipe dream that that they can grab Notre Dame. And before they go grab any other teams, they want to make sure that Notre Dame will be cool with it, essentially. Um, and if if they take Washington and Oregon, the, the Pac-12 is a mess. I mean, it's literally Utah and fucking a, a, a bunch of teams that, that aren't any good. And the team that's going to get fucked in this whole thing, in my opinion, is Washington State. Because who has taken Washington State? Like Utah? The Big 12 will take Utah right now. Right, like Arizona State, even Arizona, like they'll they'll find a home. Washington State's the one. Like who who's taking Washington State? Unless it's like the Mountain West. Zach, the problem is Washington State is in the middle of fuck nowhere, and you yeah. can fly into Moscow or whatever fucking Idaho, 
and drive over 10 minutes to, to Pullman. Yeah, and right. Like, what attraction is that? None, none. And that's Washington State's the, the one that I, I mentioned it on, I think, I think on Friday or Thursday show. Washington State's the one where you got to be sitting there like, oh, fuck, we're going to get screwed in this thing. It reminds me of kind of Cincinnati when the Big East went away. Like West Virginia found a home. Everyone, Miami found out everyone was finding homes and Cincinnati's like, what the fuck? Like, what about us? But I don't see how Cor- Corvallis, Oregon. You got all the, the sex appeal with Oregon, even though I've still have yet to win a fucking natty and people hyped them every year. But having said that, Corvallis, like yeah. I, I get Nike's headquarters is up there and there's some other shit up there. But like it's a shithole town. Uh yeah. they uh, head coach, a good friend of mine, good dude, Jonathan Smith, SoCal native. He's done a good job. He got he got your boy from Clemson to come over and be quarterback. I think if anybody can do anything with them, Jonathan can. But having said that, they're not a sexy hire to the Big Ten. No. You guys no, Oregon, State, Oregon State's definitely the other one. Washington State and Oregon State are the two like ugly, ugly stepkids in the conference. Like, ooh, nobody wants them. <laughs> Yeah, and then you got Arizona State, which is, you know, Arizona State and Arizona, I guess the, the, the town being a party town and a party yeah. school and a fucking, I'm just like, I get that one maybe, but God damn. I, How bad is that conference though? Outside of Utah, you're talking about Oregon State, Washington State, Arizona, Cal, Arizona State, Stanford, and then Dion in Colorado. I can see Colorado being out. They're already your way. I mean, you just got to go a few states over. That Colorado belongs in the Big 12, if if nothing else, right? I agree. Them in Nebraska, get them motherfuckers back in that. Yeah. Like, that's how I feel. But I don't know. <laughs> uh, but Tulane flying from fucking Louisiana to come to fucking play Berkeley, to me, <laughs> makes absolutely no sense. No. It, it's... It, it's crazy for a school like Tulane. Like, if you're Ohio State, okay. I mean, you got plenty of money. Go fly to L.A. T- once a year. Big deal. But if you're Tulane, I guess they'll get a level up to an extent because they get a, a, a TV contract. But that shit's going to get expensive. I mean, if you got four away games, you got to go to fucking Oregon State, Washington State, Cal, and Stanford. Like, that's a lot of travel. Not only that, though, they're private school, hard as fuck to get in. And now you're going to compete against a bunch of public schools who could get players in any fucking time they want. So it's like, how are you going to get Tulane? And apparently Oregon, I don't know if you've heard any of this, Oregon is on board to move out of the Pac-12, but they're waiting on Apple and Amazon. Now, what's going on with that, you know? Well, they said they said that they're, they're waiting. The Big Ten's waiting on a contract that they've been in negotiation with with Amazon to do like a Thursday night, kind of like they did with the NFL, you know, that one game a week. And, and th- that contract will supplement, it will, it will increase the pool so they can add two teams and nobody loses money. Because ultimately it's about money, right? You could say, we're going to add Washington and Oregon. It's like, but you already inked the deal. So you add Washington and Oregon, that money just goes down because you're splitting it with more people. So you need another, you need a, a supplement of money to come in so you can add those two and nobody gets mad because they lost money. So if they get that Amazon, whatever, Thursday night deal, the prime video, if they get that done, at something like 120 million, I could see them adding two teams because then nobody loses money. All right, I gotta ask you. So this combine, the NFL combine, and shit's going on, and uh, I and I, I wrote these things down, and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm watching these guys that everyone's drooling over, like Orlovsky. Everyone, they're they're sucking this Richardson kid's dick now, right? Oh my god. So let me let me ask you. We're gonna call this combine with Zach. Fastest throw. 
DTR breaks the record or ties the record, 62-mile-an-hour throw. They're literally standing there at this combine. I, I, I saw it on the – I'm like, what the fuck is – they're standing there, and they're bullpen pitching, and they're throwing as hard as they can. And I'm sitting there thinking, when the fuck is he going to make that throw in the NFL? And I'm sitting there like, why is this an evaluation? And then you see – Richardson's vertical jump, 40.4 inches, the highest of a quarterback, whatever. And then he broad jumped 10.9. So I'm sitting there and I go, we get it in college transition from high school. We're doing tests. We're doing some baselines, right? We're going to get our broad jump. We're going to see how athletic, explosive the kid is. But that's something I think is more of a necessity coming from high school to college. We want to make sure we test them and check them out and see some yeah. things. Or you do it at a camp, or right? A high school camp or whatever for college. When the fuck is Richardson going to vertical jump and and broad jump? And why are we not worried about this motherfucker? I would have had him throwing like into like cover two, cover four, quarters match. I would have had this motherfucker throwing in every possible window in this yeah. combine. I want to see him throwing it. And I would have had a guy in pads barreling down on him. Yeah. That's my combine. I want to see how you perform under fucking duress. Because yeah. apparently you can escape the pocket and run. That's going to make you the great. No, it's not. We already have that guy, and he's struggling to sign a contract in Baltimore. Yeah. Well, the the problem is people get way too, like, shot in the ass about the combine. Like, the combine is supposed to serve a specific purpose, right? It's supposed to just test measurables, and that's a very small piece of the pie. But the problem is two things. One, fans just, they, they lose their shit over numbers. Like, numbers come out 62 miles an hour. Holy shit. And it's like, oh, he ran a 4-4. Oh, good. The the biggest That's piece it. of the pie is their film. Like, not this stupid shit. What the fuck are we doing? Throwing on a little fucking a mini turf field with no rush. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, CJ Stroud had one of the best combine performances from a quarterback I've seen. Bitch, I'm not anything. Yeah, Ooh. CJ Stroud ripped it, right? Ripped it. And I mean, so the, the combine... It tests you, like, can he make that throw? It doesn't mean he can in a football game, but is he actually capable of being accurate with no pressure? So, you know, if you struggle at the combine throwing the ball, you're certainly going to struggle with a pass rush. But it's not like the end-all, be-all. Just because Will Levis, you know, and he actually, I thought, looked just average, but just because he looks decent in in underwear, throwing with no rush, no DBs, doesn't mean he's worth a fuck as a quarterback. And, and, dog, Will Levis, I'm going to be honest, like, the ball is popping out at, at you. Like, this motherfucker got a whip. We get it. He can yeah. get it out. He can sling it. He's got a real compact delivery. He's, he's three-quarter release. He's getting it out fast. I, I love his release and shit, especially in today's NFL with the delivery and RPO and everything. But, dog, we saw him play. That's what it's I mean. Not- is it, and people lose sight of that. They see this kid, they're like, oh, they love, and they love the underdog story. Well, he played at Kentucky. They were awful. But, he, you know, it's everyone's Josh Allen now. Everyone's Josh Allen, even though there's only one Josh Allen. And, and I go back to, I, I've talked about it on my show all the time. One of the livest arms, the two livest arms I've ever seen, Jamarcus Russell and Cardale Jones, both of them. If you put them in underwear and just said, whip the ball, that motherfucker is humming. I'm talking, you're like, holy shit. Like, I've never seen some shit like that. Neither of them can play in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Banks is like that. I'm trying to, t- I try to tell people Tony Banks can throw with any human that ever walked this earth. And 
it's, it's just place. A, and the Western. Yeah, it, it's to me, if a kid can really throw it in that scenario, that's just he doesn't get dinged. Right. That's it. It's it's not like a it's not like a positive. Like, did you see his combine workout? He should be number one overall. It's like, no, no, no. Did you see his combine workout? He did well. Okay, so we're not going to ding him for that. But if a kid doesn't do well, then it's like, holy shit, he couldn't even do well in this scenario. This uh, kid can't fucking play. I, I just don't understand how we're so we get enamored. These are professional opinions and 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 people on ESPN. They're po- they're supposed to be professionals. When the real professionals sitting right here on this show early in the morning. And we're breaking down this shit in the real way, but the public don't want to hear that shit, dog. They think no. that you got to be sexy on ESPN. You got to come out with this bullshit. They come on this TV show and they're like, oh, yeah, Will Levis never seen anything like him. And I'm sitting there like, what? Baker Mayfield was just like him. What do you mean? There's been every year there's a Will Levis. Every uh, fucking year. And Richardson every year. Like, all right, so CJ Stroud, his sock go up in your opinion? To. To NFL draft experts, yeah. To me, no. It, I I I, t- I tweeted about it. I was like, people, these people that are sucking CJ off right now. First of all, I've said from for fucking two years that he will be. He's the best pure passer in this draft. He is. That doesn't fucking mean he's the best quarterback. You think and Bryce it, is the best? I think Bryce is the is is the best player that you could draft to play quarterback for your team. Now CJ's a better thrower. What would he fucking do? Like I want. If 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 we were doing seven on seven, I'm taking CJ fucking a hundred times over over Bryce. But it, last time I checked, this is not seven on seven, and it, people are just enamored over CJ throwing the ball at the combine. And I'm I'm sitting here looking at these dumb fucks on TV, like what the? F- Have you watched any film? Do no. you know anything about this kid? What no. did you expect? No. CJ CJ beat Bryce's ass at the Elite Eleven. Same no. fucking thing. It's like, yeah, oh, he's a better passer. No shit. He always has been. And they grew Who's up the better football player. They grew it's up just, right it, here together. Every they're yeah. every they're playing each other in every single fucking seven on seven every single month in California growing up. But so they CJ know was, that he was better and bigger and stronger, and like he's been that way since fucking seventh grade. Yeah. So I'm like. Dog, the NFL Combine professionals don't realize this shit on ESPN. I'm just like, come on, man. It's fucking unbelievable. Lamar Jackson, apparently, you know, I told people the other day, I'm like, I think he's going to Washington. I know uh, what's-his-name came out and did a fake, uh, pardon my take, I guess, whatever. He came out and faked a a tweet that, that Lamar was headed to Washington. And then it blew up. Everybody's like, damn, you were right. I'm like, I don't think that's real yet. But, uh. Do you see him signing with the Baltimore Ravens? No, I, I mean, I really don't. I, I just, I, I think he's he's way too greedy right now. I mean, he's he's not worth what he's asking. And and you could dupe a team like Washington, who's been fucking awful at quarterback forever. It's it, it's it's it reminds me of NIL. It's like Alabama and Ohio State are not paying you that much money, but Miami will. You know why? Because Miami fucking stinks, and they're dying. For a decent player. That's like Washington right now. Washington's dying for a quarterback that might have a chance at success. And so I just well, don't has, think. Has Deshaun Watson, though, created a fucking false hope for everybody? Because I. Absolutely. But are the, are the, is the owners, though, are they going to buy in and now fuck this whole thing up? Because if they just right now, Zach, you know, if you cut it off right now and just say, all right, we had that one fucking hiccup with the Cleveland Browns. But if we fuck it, if we don't end it now, 
and say enough is enough. And you and you allow Daniel Jones to really get 40 million. 40 million. What's Lamar gonna want then? Well, at that point, Lamar's Lamar's demands are valid. He's like, wait a minute now. Look at what fucking Deshaun Watson stunk, and you're giving him 250 million. Danny Dimes is over here getting 40 million. What's it fuck me for? Like, I'm better than both of them. Tyler Murray killing it for no killing reason. It. And so, yeah, without a doubt, the the bad NFL teams, the Browns, the Giants, the Cardinals, like they have set the market for quarterbacks. And now it's like if you're a good team, you're not going to pay a quarterback that much money. You can't win. All right. So you watch college football all the time. I, I need to know some 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 take CJ out the thing. Take Bryce out. We know that they're going to go early. Um, and, 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 you know, we don't even know where I'm sure there's going to be some. I'm pretty sure there's going to be some different uh, picks, I guess. Um, uh, not that pick, but there's going to be some picks up there on the draft. I had oh, I had the draft thing here. I wanted to show you, but the the draft order, I guess. But Chicago is most likely going to trade one. Um, who takes that? They draft the QB. I'm sure. I, everyone's talking about the Colts moving up and Texans and all this different shit. I here's my thing. What quarterback do you know that is out there? Because I'm hearing, and I started to watch some film on the Hafer kid or whatever his name is at Fresno, and uh, the kid at Stanford who's six seven two twenty five. But he, I don't, I'm like Big Ben. I don't see it. Um, trying to compare these guys. Bryce Young. They're comparing to Drew Brees and Russell Wilson. And, C.J. Stroud's Peyton Manning, more athletic, big body, can throw. I'm just like, dog, I don't want to anoint and compare anybody. You can never do that shit. We compared Ryan fucking Leaf to all these guys, and I'm like, dude, never even made it. What quarterback out there that you know of, like, damn? Because to me, it was Sam Hartman, but he said he he transferred. So next year, I think he's probably him and May are probably going to be in in Caleb Williams. It's going to probably be top – one, two, and three, right? Who? Oh, yeah. Who For is sure. uh, the guy now, though, that we like, fuck, this guy's really good. Nobody really knows about him, like Josh Allen coming out of fucking Wyoming. Yeah. Is there a guy out there? Because I saw the Hafer guy, I, 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 or Hafner, Hafner, I don't know his name. Um, decent kid, can spin it. I also like the O'Connell kid, I believe his name is, at Purdue. Purdue. Yeah. So I, and everyone compares him to Drew Brees only because it's fucking Purdue. <laughs> right, because of his fucking like college uniform. So I'm just like, these are the professionals we look, we listen to. Is there a guy out there that you can like give insight on say, you know what? There's a couple guys that people don't talk about that played at X, Y, Z. Is there anyone out there at all? Or the quarterback draft this year, really just two guys. I mean, it's two guys to me. I mean, there's, there's some kids. I like Tanner McKee a little bit. I think he's got a chance just because he has kind of that NFL arm, but I'm, I'm out on Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, make a hell of a fucking like tight end or something. Um, And, and, I say that, but we watch what Lamar does in Baltimore. I think Anthony Richardson could have success if they, if a, if an organization goes full sell like the Ravens did with Lamar and build an offense. Not it won't be an NFL offense, but build an Anthony Richardson offense. Um, I think he could have a chance. I mean, we've seen Jalen Hurts exceed all expectations. Uh, just those guys that aren't consistently great throwers like Lamar, Jalen Hurts. We've seen them have success. So could Anthony Richardson have success? I mean, he's a freak of nature. Absolutely. Like if they really fine tune an offense and build it just around his skill set, 
he's got a chance, but I'm not wasting a first round pick on him unless it's late. And I'm, and I'm really ready to just full sell my entire future, which is what, what the Ravens did, right? The Ravens said, fuck it. We're going to take this kid and we're going to just invest and bank that we can find a way to, to build an offense that will be successful. Because if it failed, John Harbaugh was fired. I mean, gone. The whole, the whole organization was done outside of them. I mean, <clears throat> Hendon Hooker, I think, is a fantastic college player, not an NFL player. Um, Aiden O'Connell, I love Aiden O'Connell, former walk-on. He was very, very consistent at Purdue. He was very – they didn't ask him to do a lot, and I can't imagine that that's going to transition to NFL success. But he'll probably be a nice little backup for a little bit of time. I mean, I, outside of that, Stetson Bennett, I never have thought was an NFL quarterback. I, I don't see an NFL quarterback in this, in this draft. I think it's truly Bryce and CJ, and then – Anthony Richardson belongs in the NFL. I just don't know if he can do it at quarterback. And we've had these for fucking how many years have we gone through these discussions? And it's like, dude, we see these guys all the time. We've been seeing these guys. People don't realize. It. You know how the NFL is. They fall in love with attributes because NFL execs and not even the coaches. It's more like GMs and personnel departments. They think college coaches are fucking idiots. And so they see these, these measurables and they're like, man, we're going to make him a great player. Like Nolan Smith from Georgia. I mean, freak show. 4-3-9 in the 40 as, a, as essentially an edge-rushing DN. I mean, he jumped 41 inches. Just a freak show. The motherfucker had three sacks a year. Like he didn't, he wasn't a great football player, but they're going to fall in love with him because of these attributes and be like, oh, we're going to make him fucking whoever, this, this, this elite pass rusher. It's like, bitch, he couldn't even do that in college. You think he's going to do it in the NFL? Why? Because, like, you're going to teach him a, a better swim move? <laughs> like, what the fuck? People think, Zach, they have a huge misconception, and this will probably go viral when we put it on TikTok, and then everybody like these fucks. So this guy in this chat said, he fucks with me and you, but none of us has experienced racism to speak on it. None of your people thought, thought of racial slurs for every other race of people. All right, first of all, that is an ignorant fucking statement because Zach and I both not only have to deal with it on a daily basis as a coach, we had to defend it, you fucking idiot. Who do you think our players are? White boys from the fucking farm? You fucking retard? You motherfuckers say some dumb shit sometimes. So I'll get to that later. But Zach, tell these motherfuckers, if we're breaking down a kid and we're evaluating a kid and we're sitting there watching this kid the whole time and we're like, oh, that motherfucker's legit. Tell these motherfuckers that you didn't tell Michael Thomas to come over there and say, listen, dude, you got to really fucking get out of that break on that hitch route. And then when you catch it, I need you to stiff arm this motherfucker, spin, and I need you to go 90 and then go tell the media, I taught him all that shit. Can <laughs> you tell these motherfuckers that this motherfucker was born that way, came out hey, you know what? Like, and, and, I didn't he, tell Rakeem Boyd to jump cut and go 90 against 11-man box. I'm like, no, I didn't. There's not a play for that. But these my favorite, really my favorite that quote ever was was a guy who was a friend of mine who's not anymore is Tom Herman. He used to, he after the 2012 season, Braxton Miller won the Silver Football Big Ten Player of the Year. I mean, in media interviews, people would ask him like, "Tell me what's the difference from Braxton?" He's like, "You know what's crazy? When I got hired here, he was a slow white kid, and look at him now. <laughs> like I've really developed that." <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dog. Like these motherfuckers really think we're gonna sit there and you're gonna you're gonna have McLaren say, "Hey, uh, you know what? 
dog, you got to be able to run that out route. Catch that bitch with the tip of the ball with your left hand and then go up the sideline. Like, no. do some OBJ shit. Like, people don't realize. Let me ask you, I got to break this down with you real quick. I was on Whitlock last week. I'll be on later on. I do his football segment and talk shit. But I told him that Lamar Jackson's a much better, better fit in Baltimore than he is in Miami. And oh, I said, Aaron Rodgers is the is the guy to go to Miami. I said, if you really want to talk football, Aaron Rodgers has Tyreek Hill, Waddle, Gasecki at tight end. They got some other pieces. And Aaron Rodgers is going to sit back there and dissect one's down, two's down, three's ready, Gasecki, boom. Lamar's not doing that. Why would we put four wideouts out there for Lamar so he could fucking throw it in the dirt? So yeah. I said, and I just want to get your take. I said, Washington makes sense. They've got, and then he's like, well, they got one receiver. And I go, exactly. My fucking point. <laughs> so let's go to McLaurin. Let's make, let's run our triple or an RPO and let's load the box up so we can go one-on-one with McLaurin all day. Cause you're not going to double them. Cause you're going to have to have safeties in the box to help with this fucker in the run game. So yeah. let's, let's go run. Let's go RPO. Let's throw the ball to McLaurin. Give me a half filled read. Let's cut the fucking other side off. And we'll run play action. We'll run RPO. We'll run boot naked and throw comeback to McLaren. We'll throw him deep when it's wide open and cover zero. Like, does that fit not sound better to you than than oh, Miami? A hundred times better. And, and, and more, absolutely, it sounds way better in Washington. But even more reason, Washington doesn't have all those pieces. So they can they can draft and, and in free agency – select pieces that fit this Lamar Jackson era if they want to. Where you go to Miami, I mean, they got all these pieces already in place. I mean, Washington has who? Terry McLaurin, my guy Curtis Samuel, who's the perfect fit for a Lamar Jackson offense. I mean, a jet sweep hybrid receiver slot, running back type of player. Then they got Cheddar Bob, whatever the fuck his name is, the running back that shot himself. Um, I, I, I just think Washington has more moves to make so they can kind of shift course. Whereas Miami's got all these pieces in place. They just need somebody that can deal it. And Lamar's not a dealer. He's a playmaker. Exactly right. And I, I'm like, dude, if I'm a smart coach, like we just talked about how we built Michael Thomas from the ground up. Fucking ain't right. <laughs> like, if we're smart, Zach, we're trying to make this motherfucker as, as, as simple as possible. Let's, hey, dog, we're going to run boot naked to your right, by the way. We're going to put you on your right arm on the right side. We're not going to boot you left. And make you throw a fucking crosser across your body. We're gonna boot you to the right, and you're gonna throw the fucking McLaren all the time. Really? Like you could do it now in the NFL with the the way the coverages are, the way they're dictating to stop the run game and the and the RPO. You're getting match zero all day long in the NFL. It's like, dude, we can do it now. So let's yeah. go there. And you ain't gonna zone Lamar Jackson and run quarters deep anymore because maybe you do though because they're like, fuck it, you can't throw a hitch. I, I don't know. We're going to see. But I think one, one guy is better to have than Waddle, Hill. They see all this speed like Lamar Jackson's out here fucking just dropping dimes for the last four years. Like, dog, Lamar Jackson ain't throwing to those guys on time. Like, no. that motherfucker's going to be the, – they're going to be more most miserable receivers in football. And, Zach, keep it real. The only way receivers now are getting this huge money and the marketplace has gone up so much is what? They got to have fucking results. They got to have catches, yards, et cetera. And why don't you think there's any receivers worth the shit in Baltimore? They don't want to be there. No. Why do you think there was fucking, who was it? Larry Fitzgerald was like, I'm fucking out of here. Or, <laughs> or like, Hollywood, Hollywood Brown. Or Hollywood Brown, yeah. 
in Baltimore. He gone. He went to fucking Arizona, and now you got like you, you, it's like dog. And then Fitzgerald told Kyler or told them, "I'm out because of Kyler." So you got these guys that can't fucking throw the football on time. Receivers don't give a shit how cool you are and how your social media is. At the end of the day, they want the big bag, and the Hell only yeah. way they're gonna get that is if results, catches, yards, touchdowns. And if they're not going to get it, they're not going to get it with Lamar. And they, and I think they know it. And people know yeah. this in the league. And I don't think the naysayer common fan really appreciates the fact that they're like, hey, dog, there's no receivers coming here for a fucking reason. It no. ain't. I, it, it, I learned that not. Joey Galloway back when I early, when I first got to Ohio State, him and I had a conversation. And we were talking about the NFL because, you know, the NFL was still foreign to me. I mean, I had coached, I was at Florida, but I was a GA. I coached at Marshall and Temple, and I had NFL players, but the whole how the NFL worked was foreign to me. Like, I knew how college football worked. I was inside of it for, you know, at eight years at that point or seven years. And so Joey and I were talking about it, the NFL, and I was just talking about some of the players I had, like, hope they had success, and he was just talking about quarterback play. And he, he, he said, here's how I learned about it. He got drafted by Seattle, and I forget who the fucking quarterback was, but it was a big-arm quarterback. And Joey had a ridiculous first three years or whatever it was. And he got traded, I think, to the Bucks, And he went there, and their quarterback had a fucking noodle arm. He said, I'm running my 22-yard comeback, and this bitch is skipping it to me. He said, I went up to him like, hey, motherfucker, you are fucking with my money right now. Yeah. You better learn how to make that fucking throw, or else I'm out of here. Yeah. And it's, people don't realize that. Like, as a receiver, yeah, oh, go team. We want to win the Super Bowl. Yay. All that shit is cool. But if you got a quarterback that can't make the throw, he is fucking with your, your children's, say, you know, 529 plan like it's not it's not like oh man oh, but i love him he's a really good guy no no no, fuck that zach jr's trying to go to princeton i gotta pay for it you better learn how to make that fucking throw where i'm out of here yep and uh, d hop's gonna leave arizona by the way yeah fuck yeah so why like, wouldn't you they're, oh they're, they're, no they're not he don't give a fuck about Ky kyler murray and his video game playing ass he's ready to get the fuck out no. and i'm like People, why are that? Why is that so hard to believe? And I'm the asshole, though, Zach. Every I'll be the asshole. Oh, you just hating on the black quarterback? I've only coached black quarterbacks. You fucking idiots! Shut up! I say, hey, like, fuck I that. I say the same shit about Baker Mayfield. White ass. <laughs> Carson Wentz, Derek Carr. I'm All talking shit about it. I'm an equal opportunity asshole, uh, Zach. <laughs> right. I don't give a you fuck suck about no all that what, bullshit. What you are. Like, oh man, it's fucking unbelievable. I'm like, I'm tired of seeing this shit. All right, so. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, that's it. We already know that Will Levis will get drafted. Richardson will get drafted. Probably the Fresno State kid will get drafted. Will Will Bennett get drafted? Yeah, I mean, a bunch of them will get drafted later. I mean, Stetson, I guess, helped himself a little bit at the Combine, but um, th th there'll be some late picks. You know how that goes. I mean, there'll be some – Stetson Bennett probably be a fourth-round guy, maybe, maybe third, but the track record on a fourth-round quarterback making it is really low. Here's a take I got though before you get out of here. Stetson Bennett ran four six seven, I think. Yeah. Fuck, dude, that ain't bad. No, it's not at all. Forty year old. It isn't bad, right? How fucking old he is, right? Forty. Right. So why is that not a bigger story though than Richardson? Because this is what people don't understand when you're talking about quarterback play that everyone wants to fucking act like they know about. I would be more hyped on ben, ben, Bennett running a four six seven, and I'm sitting there thinking, "Damn, Bennett ran a four six seven. Do you know what I could do with this motherfucker that knows how to win? Yeah. He has some intangibles, and he's older, so maybe he can come into a team that's shitty, like a Houston or a 
somewhere where I can be a very, very feasible backup and I could be a guy that's like, you know what? This motherfucker can actually do more than I thought just sitting in the pocket like a sitting duck in a more athletically gifted quarterback league. I'd be more hyped about that motherfucker running a four, six, seven, but I haven't heard of one person talk about it. No, no. I I, I thought, I thought it was an impressive run. And here's what I always go back to because coaches, no matter what the NFL wants to say, college coaches are fucking smart, especially at the, at really at every level, there's brilliant ass coaches at every level, even high school football. There's some brilliant ass coaches. People don't want to talk. People think high school coaches are less than college are let, which are less than the NFL. That's not true. But I think about it this way. If you're in an SEC, how many teams would go back and trade their quarterback for Anthony Richardson? Georgia wouldn't. Stetson Bennett's the quarterback. Tennessee wouldn't. They're taking Hendon Hooker. South Carolina's probably not with Spencer Rattler. Bama's definitely not with Bryce Young. I mean, he's what, the fifth best quarterback in the SEC? And, and now we're going to talk about he's a first one. rounder. It's just like, what the fuck? Ryan Day's not trading C.J. Stroud for that motherfucker. I promise you that. Yeah, that's a good-ass point. Um, That's a good point. I'm not going to – would you even take him at UCLA? No, I'm not taking him over DTR. Absolutely absolutely not. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, I can go down the list. I'm not taking him at Oregon over Bo Nix. Right, right. Who left your league? Right. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It's uh it's it's interesting to say the least. Uh I don't know if you saw this weirdo fuck, uh Mahomes brother. Oh, yeah. Um I got a I got a lovely Kansas City fan base. Um they really love me. I want to drag you into the Kansas City fan base with me, but I just won't do it. I can't do it <laughs> to you. I, I don't wanna I don't wanna bring you into that deal. But, but here's the what's the bigger surprise here, JB? That he did some outlandish fucking like assault type of shit like this or that that motherfucker's not gay well (laughs) i said that i said is he a made-up human did he cut off his dick and grow a clit i just i want to know what i'm surprised at that one more than i was that he was kissing a girl i I mean i'm more surprised he's kissing a girl and i'm sitting there like the story broke that he did that and i was like well what'd the guy do and they're like no 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 it was a female owner. I said, get the fuck out of here. I wasn't shocked that he that he forced a kiss on someone. I was shocked that it was a female. Hey, I was going to call him a lesbian, but then this girl in Norwegia, in Nor- the Norwegian filmmaker was supposed to get three years for saying a man can't be a lesbian. But the kid on the left, he assaulted four and nine-year-olds, and he got 180 days. So make that make sense. So we can't call this weirdo fuck a lesbian, apparently. But I think he's more, I, I'm more, I'm siding on the side that he's a lesbian with you. Because I mean, we can. We can call him a lesbian because once you're canceled, you can't get canceled. Yeah, I, we don't give a fuck, by the way, everybody out there. Uh, I think he has a, you know, the, the little clit hanger. What do they call that now? I don't know what they call it now. It's the like little the, hanger. The, the double danger or whatever, back of your throat. Um it's like that now. They have that thing. That's what these made-up humans, I like to call them, so YouTube don't ban me. I got made-up humans is the name for them. But I'm just like, dog, I don't know. I don't get it. Did you watch uh, – have you got to see Chris Rock's special on Will Smith? Oh, yeah. Is it good? Oh, it's fucking awesome. I got to watch it. I got to watch it's, it. What he said was so accurate. All right, let me ask you this, though. Let me t- let me flip side the coin since I, two white guys can't ever talk about anything black. Um Motherfucker, we are black, really. So let me ask you this. 
What the fuck do you say if I told you I think Chris Rock's a bitch for saying what he said now a year later? Why didn't he do this before and he made this whole thing up? Because I just saw the clip. Now, I'm not going to judge him or say it. I'm just asking you because I haven't watched it. I saw the clip, though, that basically he said... um, was fucking her son's friend, okay? Now, I normally would not talk about this shit. Call him a bitch. Everybody, and then he hits Everybody. me. So right. I get it. Like, but I'm sitting there like, oh, to me, it's just like I want to watch it. I think I think it's gonna be funny, and I know everybody's saying it's he killed it. But I'm like, kind of a bitch move though, if yeah. he don't come out and say it before. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he definitely used this stand-up opportunity to capitalize because now it went viral. People are gonna click, and you know what? More power to him. Make that money. Fuck it. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if he would have smacked me. One, if, if I if I didn't beat his ass on the stage, that motherfucker goes to sit down. That's the first thing coming out of my mouth. Like, oh, everybody called you a bitch, but now you want to smack me. Like, exactly. The fuck? Everyone in the world saying this shit. And I didn't even say that nothing that bad. Like, what, what the fuck is that? I give credit to Chris Rock. Like, I guess, I guess I give credit to him. I, I don't know. I don't know what I don't, if, give, I don't give credit. I agree with what I agree with your point. I, I give credit to him for for c- cashing in on it. Putting it on his special yeah, yeah. and making money on it. Yeah, I'm but, talking about like the 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 part where he didn't respond when oh, the motherfucker yeah. got yeah. bitch slapped on national TV. I don't know how he did not do anything. And the only way, Zach, there's one way I know why he didn't do anything. Because you're a bitch. Yeah. Like that that's what people don't really realize. You're yeah. a bitch. And that's what but guess what? You may be a smart bitch. I don't know. Because you cast in on this, you you calculated it. And that's why there's a lot of people out there saying this whole thing was calculated. So it I mean, might, it, it might have been, know. but I know this. What do you got on the slate today? Well, we're going to talk about that for sure because you, you can't be a bigger bitch than Will Smith, right? I mean, this man not not only with how he reacted at, at that award show and all that, but this man's wife was fucking their son's friend, and that's that's one thing. One, the fact that he didn't smack the fuck out of that that, that friend is mind blowing. But this little bitch went on the red table and his wife interviewed him about it. Like, basically, like, hey, I was sucking another man's dick. How did that make you feel? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> never, could never be me. Hey, everybody's blowing up the chat. I haven't seen it yet. Um, they're saying, they, they're saying card to, to the Saints. Um, Ooh. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it pop up. Have you? No, um, I haven't heard any of that. They're saying he's the saint, but I don't know. Um, they're saying he might sign later. It, I would have saw that on ESPN. Um, but I haven't seen that yet. I think that – I don't know, man. I'm going to dive into the NFL shit later with Matt. But the, <laughs> the, the Aaron Rodgers thing, if he continues to to, to weigh this out and, and, and string it out, I'm just – I'm losing interest in the motherfucker. Like I'm like, dog, yeah. it's a, it's more of a show now for you. I, I'm like, I'm like, kind of over the whole show. You, you go in a black box, you do the hawaska or whatever the fuck it is. Like, <laughs> you go up in a tree with your fucking hairy feet, females. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, how about yeah. you just fucking go play football or retire? I don't care. And I'm yeah. like, 
But now the Jets are going to end up being fucked if Aaron Rodgers says, I'm going to stay west and go back home. Um, and you lost out on Derek Carr, who I don't think is a loss, lose, lose situation. I think uh, they're probably better off without Carr, but Carr is an upgrade. That's been my whole point if you're the Jets. Like, why the fuck would you want a mediocre upgrade? Like, yeah, it's going to be better, but aren't you fucking yourself in the draft then? Because you're not going to win anything with Derek Carr. You're just hurting your chance of getting a franchise quarterback out of the draft in a year or two. I think it's stupid. If you're going to get Aaron Rodgers, I'm all in. If it's not Aaron Rodgers, fuck off. I'm riding I'm riding a MILF hunter, and I'm trying to lose every fucking game. <laughs> Mormon MILF hunter. Fucking Mormon right. Mormon MILF hunter. Because they got a roster. Um, I'm trying to figure out, is Jimmy G not a better fit than Derek Carr in New Jersey or in New York? I think so. I would take Jimmy fucking G over that dude. For sure. He fits New York. He's the Italian fucking model. All yeah. that shit. Absolutely. I don't know. Uh, Derek said it's it's uh, it's 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 Jordan Love time in in Green Bay. Good yeah. luck with that, dog. Be careful. What you fun. Be careful what you ask for. Um, hey, we'll see. You, we'll see you next year around this time. You'll be bitching. <laughs> man, make sure you guys tune in to Minister Sports. He's come. He, uh, Zach goes on at noon Eastern, nine o'clock Pacific. Uh, him and Chris do a hell of a job. They're gonna dive into it today. So go on over there and check him out. As a lot of you do already. So the Milf Hunter. Uh, Take it easy on him today. <laughs> For sure. Appreciate you, dog. Appreciate you. Later. See you. Zach Smith, clap it up. Um, Matt McChesney will be joining me here in about 10 minutes, eight minutes. Uh, lots of digest after that. Uh, lots of digest. I got to get into this basketball thing real quick. Um, Giannis did the self uh, triple-double. He got himself one. Kendrick Perkins, who I was talking about earlier, Kendrick Perkins came out and basically, you know, talked about nobody looks up at the at the box and nobody knows what's going on. Him and JJ Reddick have been having this soft ass beef online and on ESPN. But now, what, what can Kendrick Perkins say? Why is Kendrick Perkins always putting his foot in his mouth? And why is everything he says why is it not right? Why is he always fucking wrong? I, I don't know. But AD goes off last night for the Lakers. Um, and he has, I think, 40 or 39 and 20 boards. Dog, he's a talented freak. Anthony Davis is the probably the single most talented big man in the in the in basketball, I would argue, for just talking talent, natural shot, use of both hands around the rim athletically gifted as far as just ability, jumping, moving, running, long athletic cat, soft touch. I would argue he's better than anybody, but you're never going to put him above Joker, Embiid, Giannis, any of these guys because he's pussy. So, I mean, look at some of this shit that happens to him that is so pussy soft. Doug, what do you are you are you shitting me? <laughs> I mean, Doug, I, I don't know if I've ever seen a softer cat. Like, he stopped the drill. This motherfucker stopped the drill. Like, 
What the fuck are we doing? You broke a nail, motherfucker? You broke a fucking nail? You fucking bitch! You broke a nail? Yesterday, he gets scraped across the eye. I, I make a tweet about it laughing. I'm at Pat Perez's house fucking around, and I'm like, I'm like, homie, you're done for a month. You're out for a month. Uh, every single other day, he's out for a month. And I'm like, God damn. Um, AD would drop 30 and 17 on Lambeer. I would bet you my fucking house that he wouldn't finish the game. And he wouldn't even come close because he's not dropping 30 and 17 on Lambeer, you fucking idiot. He has to drop 30 and 17 on Rick Mahorn, Lambeer, John Sally. By the way, all three of those dudes were gangsters on the court. AD is a prankster on the court. So shut the fuck up. You say some dumbass shit. You must be 18 years old. John Morant. Ja, 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 ja. Gotta wait. I can't wait to get into the save the best for last. But I have to get into some parts of this before we get into a lot of it. I have to break this down. That I got I, I still gotta go back to Chris Rock talking shit on the Netflix special. I'm gonna get into that. Um I'm going to get into that. But I got to get into this jaw thing for a minute, and then I'm going to get into it later again in more depth. But the people that make excuses for the idiocracies and the ignorance and the fucking blatant, just soft, fake-ass behavior... I'm unfollowing them motherfucker. I'm unfollowing you. I'm blocking you. And I'm doing all the bitch shit that all the bitches say every day on Twitter. I'm going to unfollow you. I'm going to block you. I'm going to whatever, mute you. Whatever all that shit is, I'm going to do all that shit. I'm going to do all that shit today. Keith Smith's trolling in the chat because we know he just wants clicks. But here's my point to the John Morant deal. All right, here's my point. We already know what John Morant did. All right, everybody knows he's trending because of what he did, and it's not in a good way. But Paul Pierce has come out, and basically Paul Pierce said, I don't care what y'all say about Ja. I carried a gun after I was stabbed. Y'all don't know what he's going through. Everyone got something to say until you really know what's really going on in someone's life when you black and rich, you a target, period. Well, period is what you fucking needed, Paul Pierce, because reading that shit without any fucking breaks, commas, periods, fucking anything, it was the hardest thing I've ever read. And no wonder you're not on ESPN no more, motherfucker. I played against Paul Pierce in high school. He was a year younger than me. Uh, No, actually, two years younger. Paul's two years younger than me. Um, Listen, let me be on. Let me be just let me let's be real about this whole thing. First of all, everything you just said 
in one sentence. That was the longest one sentence I've ever seen. Everything you said in that one long-ass paragraph of sentence is unbelievably ignorant. Because you carried a gun around because you got stabbed. Okay, let's, let's break that down. Let's break that down. Let's break this down. Have you heard of uh, security? Have you ever heard that you make $100 million and that you can have security? And guess what? You probably wouldn't have got stabbed in the first place. Secondly, do you know that you make $100 million? And let me just say, I was just hanging out with a guy that's worth $100 million. And we were just talking and Pat Perez is like, you know what? Why would I not build my own castle, which I have, and have everything you could have outside, which I have, and put it here, which I've done, similar to what I've done on a much lower scale because of the fucking idiots that are out there that are envious, jealous ones envy. You have to be smarter than the motherfucker that's out there plotting against you. And why is this so hard to understand? Why the fuck do I need to make an excuse about carrying a gun? Because I made an excuse about getting stabbed, which I made an excuse about going to the club in the fucking first place. Everybody has to be shown and go to the club. And listen, there's a hold on now. You know, I keep it real. Let's flip coin the thing. Damn, JB, what a miserable life. You've earned this money. You can't even go out. So let's weigh this out. We've Pat and I are real ones. We broke this thing down in totality yesterday. So imagine Will Smith, who just got clowned by Chris Rock. He probably can't go out to Walmart. He can't go eat anywhere at a restaurant. He can't go anywhere. He's got to be hidden. It's similar to, to Michael Jordan and Tom Brady. Kobe Bryant couldn't go anywhere. Tiger Woods. These are guys that you probably can't go. Do you imagine uh, Michael Jordan or Kobe or Tiger in a titty bar? John Morant, who all you motherfuckers think is the greatest thing since sliced bread, walked into a titty bar with an entourage, of course. So they got him in there. Of course, he probably didn't wait in line and go through the line like everyone. Of course not. I'm not saying that. But he's still in a titty bar. And do you realize the people that I just mentioned who you all think Jaw is comparable to would not have been able to go to any fucking titty bar? Do you realize there's levels to this? Do you understand there's a huge fucking difference in stardom? He is not even fucking close to any of those motherfuckers. And for him to not only do that, but flaunt a gun on Instagram, on his own Instagram, uh, by the way, his own Instagram, by the way, not anyone else's. He can't come up with the excuse that, oh, who the fuck put me on their Instagram? That's not the excuse he can use because he's on his own. <clears throat> All right. He's used his own excuse. <clears throat> exactly. <clears throat> LBC Rob. Pat and I were like, let's let's weigh it. Do you want to be broke in hood 
Or do you want to have riches and lavish fucking goods and stay home? Which one? Because we fight and scrap and scrape to make this money to elevate our family, ourselves, the life, to live the good life and all this. But then now we're bitching about getting stabbed at the club. Well, what the fuck one do you want, homie? Paul Pierce, I know who you are, homie. Don't get it twisted. Let's be real. Don't act like you're out there thugging it and you got stabbed and had to go get a strap. It fucking blows my mind that we're making excuses for excuses. And Stephen A. Smith, who's come out now and basically defended it, and Jalen Rose, who came out and said, I understand fully what John Morant did. I have sympathy for John Morant. Fuck your sympathy, you fucking enabled bitch. You're an enabling motherfucker who has a platform and an agenda by a network to push your narrative to be soft. Oh, man, let's push this. Fu- we got to make sure Jaw don't just get slandered out there. Do you imagine? What, what, and I, I love hearing when everyone brings in the race card shit. Why didn't I have any of these? My fucking black players, by the way, go get a gun and bring it into the club. You know why? Because since I don't know anything about racism, according to this fucking Yahoo in the chat, right? Uh, you know why? Because I do know about it. I was in it. I've been pulled over by the cops. I have been beating my ass because I'm with a bunch of black people. So for I don't understand it, though. <laughs> but let me, let me break this down, though. We have to make these soft fucking excuses. By the biggest names in sports, Stephen A., Jalen Rose, Paul Pierce. So that the the other folks on Twitter can soften up on Morant. They can take it easy. Oh, Stephen A., he gave him a pass, so I'm going to give him a pass. Oh, Jalen Rose, he got sympathy. I'm from Detroit. He grew up in the hood. I got, I got sympathy. I was, assass- I was assassinated victim. They tried to assassinate me. Uh, uh, mental health. Get the fuck out of here, homie. You guys are just enabling the next motherfucking John Morant to do the same shit. You're literally enabling the next motherfucker in the line in the eighth grade to do the same shit. How about you come out and say, hey, motherfucker, you were a fucking idiot because every fucking kid that I'm talking to in my camps and clinics who are black, by the way, I'm telling them not to do what the fuck you just did. But now, dog, you just came on ESPN and said, I sympathize for you. I get it. Motherfucker, please, dog. It blows my fucking mind. Stephen A talks all this shit about how this and how that and how hard he wants to be and how aggressive he can be to Jason Williams and Kendrick Perkins and all these fucking idiots. But then you take the softest stance of all time and sympathize for John Morant doing this fucking idiot move. And you won't say, you know what, dog? You're a fucking idiot. You should be suspended for the year minimum. You should pay a hefty fine. You should have to go out to every boys and girls club in America, talk to them about how not to fucking be. And every YMCA, every fucking Youth YA, a youth authority jail. 
I would make it a mandate to send this motherfucker to every single one of those. Every single one of them. I would send them there. And it blows my mind the excuses we make for fucking idiots, dog. And then it blows my mind that 90% of you fucking soft pussies on social media has accepted this fucking idiot's apology. You've literally accepted this fucking idiot. And now you're going to accept him saying on his next tweet, let's bet money. He shut down his social media now. Now let that sink in. He shut down his social media. What do you think's next? The mental health excuse is coming. The mental health excuse is coming. I'm just telling you, you got to check all the boxes. You got to check all the boxes. You got to be LGBTQ. You got to be fucking uh, made up human. You got to have mental health. Those are the three major, you know, check boxes right now. So the check the boxes coming. Don't get it twisted. Mental health is on its way. Mental health is on its way. And he's going to make a fucking. Now his team will come out because he's shut down his social media. His team will come out and they'll issue a statement from Jaws Moran's camp. Due to the latest things, we've we've come to the realization that Ja has suffered from a horrible setback in his life. And that was not the Ja Morant that we know. Because the Ja Morant that we know actually is a Huxtable who grew up on the farm with no tattoos, who looked like Tupac before the movie Juice, and was an African Bombada dancer. <clears throat> that is the jaw that we know. So having said that, having said that, let's get let's get John Morant as much help as we can, public. Please help him. I wouldn't be shocked if he wrote a fucking book that sold across America for hundreds of millions of dollars because all you soft pussies will buy the book to sympathize, quote, sympathize for this soft, fake-ass, fucking good boy. And I just want to be clear here. I want to be real fucking clear. I am from the worst neighborhood in America for most of the part of my life growing up. All right. In the 80s, Compton was the killing fields of the United States of America. And it was the Myrtle capital every year, probably for 10 years straight in the 80s, probably most of the 90s, probably for two or three decades. We gotta go back to the 70s after the Watts riots. We can talk about Compton and what it is. And we have pockets of bad cities all over, over you know, Coach St. Louis, Detroit, and Chicago. Well, you guys all came after. <laughs> you all came after what the fuck we did, just so we're clear. So let me clarify. Having said that, I had every excuse to slang dope, make a left at the stop sign, go rob and pillage stealing. I grew up with every fucking major gangster and drug dealer in America that you could think of. That is the baddest of the bad. And you don't see them on social media, by the way. They don't have social media, by the way. And... I want to be clear, all right? They don't have social media for a reason. And it's not to talk to you. It's to avoid the fucking law, number one. God damn, Ash. 
My fucking dog's thrown up four fucking times in my fucking hallway. You're a fuck. You better stop eating that shit. There he goes. Fourth fucking down. I got a hell of a job to clean up after this. Motherfucker. Anyway, you get the real raw uncut fucking show here. Ash is thrown up. Oh, fifth time. It's happening right now. Fifth time. Good job. What the fuck did you eat all weekend? Come here. Um, come here. Come here. What the fuck have you ate, dude? Maybe you'll learn, huh? Go lay down. Um... Ah, <sighs> this fucking dog. Um, God damn, homie. Come here. Hey, Matt is a uh, agro. What's your name? Agrumodus. You you sound like fucking. Balls lightest, motherfucker. Like you got my balls in your jaws. Come, ha- come have my ribs, motherfucker, and then talk. This motherfucker saw a picture of my ribs on pit on TV and thinks that they're fucking burnt or garbage. <laughs> well, I saw your girl's pussy on a picture she sent me, and I'm gonna say the same thing. The motherfucker, the bitch took her clit and her lips. She took her two lips and tied them in a knot. Now, how the fuck did your bitch tie her pussy in a knot? And you're really fucking with that? You really are fucking with that, homie? You really? Are you shitting me? Your girl tied her pussy in a knot, and you don't think she's getting ran through by donkey dick every day? (laughs) Holy shit. Hey, y'all deal with him, man. Give me a two-minute break. Let me go see what the fuck's wrong with my dog. Matt McChesney will be back on the other side of this, and we're going to break down some NFL Combine shit and uh, some other things. But listen to Pat and Matt and I talk about Patrick Mahomes as I'm dealing with these fucking idiots in the chat and on the dog level throwing up. I'll be right back. I don't believe Patrick Mahomes carried them down the field to win the game. A fucking what? return. A punt return went 65 yards, homie. We were down by 10 at halftime, bro. I'm tired of you disrespecting this guy. He's got, no, a, he's got another MVP. He's not going to be talked about. Hold on. Punt return and put him in field position. Hold on, though. Did the punt return put them down there or not? Oh, God. So a good special teams play. So they returned a touchdown gonna, on defense, too. Why aren't you talking about that? I did already. That's what I'm talking. That's even helping my case. Yeah, what do you mean? Takes away from Mahomes' greatness because he well, had you guys step up. Wait up, dog! You played football like I did, so a fucking defensive touchdown doesn't help the quarterback. Of course, it helps him, but that takes. I away know from it helps him in a lot of different ways. Like I don't got to go the whole fucking team. That doesn't. That helps Mahomes. Exactly. Only, huh? Exactly. But how are you saying that's all Mahomes that scored those points? I didn't say it was. I said he led the comeback. 
I, which he he did. didn't need to come back, though. The fucking defense <laughs> touchdown did. What do you mean? He's the quarterback of the team that led the comeback. Yes, Look, yes. This, is, this is what I'm going to say about it. Quarterbacks fucking lead comebacks. You just don't like the guy, so you're just always fucking I, 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 But that's not the – that's a fault. That is a that is not correct either. I never said I never liked him. I, I, I've only said I've liked Mahomes on this show. I just said – I don't believe he's what everyone says he is. And last yes, night, yes. prove it again. I don't want to hear about the hobbled You play in this league. You know this hobbled ankle bullshit is a narrative. You play in the game, you stay in the game. I don't want to hear about your ankle. Jack Young up here, the broken fucking He did stay legs. in the fucking game. He didn't leave. Exactly my point. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to hear the common denominator factor on Twitter that, hey, JB, he played and didn't miss a game. He All right, play. Oh no shit, that's his job. That's what he's supposed to do. What do you mean? He, a lot of people would not play hurt. He played hurt. I I understand that. That's but I'm saying if you get into the game and decide to play, then you should stay. That's what he did. So to me, that's what quarterbacks are supposed to do. Like he's and not he, doing something he led, that he led the comeback. That's what quarterbacks do. They lead comebacks. All right, so. so so, so Tony led the comeback. Who? The guy who returned the fucking punt. He led the comeback, or Kelsey led the comeback. Or how about Andrew Wiley? Could he have led the comeback? The punt return put him in his position to win the game. What do you mean? I'm just saying Mahomes led the fucking comeback as the quarterback. Did well, he? He's the quarterback. What do you mean? It, it, well, that's what the fuck I'm saying. That's what I said eight motherfucking times. That so, he so led the comeback, and you so told Tony me he did it. Well, did he or fucking didn't he? And no, no, he didn't. What do you mean? He's the quarterback. What do you mean? He it doesn't did, matter. He, did, the he didn't lead a comeback yesterday. That's what you're telling me. Yes, he's the quarterback. Of course, he's led the comeback. Cool. That's all I said. So, so if, if if you were the quarterback, you would have been the leader of the comeback too. Yes. Quarterbacks lead comebacks. Quarterback, as you know. It doesn't so matter who you're talking about. I'm saying. That's so what I'm saying. It doesn't matter who's there. The fact that that's what he did. Because of the punt return, though. <laughs> the punt returns in the fourth quarter. He started the comeback at halftime. Well, yeah, they were down 10 points. So, so they had a big play on special teams, and somehow that takes away from Mahomes' greatness and leading the comeback? What I mean, the where is the greatness at? He threw for 180 fucking yards, homie. Let's not yeah. act like he's throwing for 500 yards in Super Bowls, bro. No, you, you for 180 not. yards and three touchdowns under 15 yards. You're real, you're killing me. With Come that. on, man. You guys you are something. Look, you're, you have accepted Like, that's what it is, homie. He doesn't throw for 400 yards and eight touchdowns and no fuck ups, and he's a fuck. No, he doesn't. I don't need, I don't think you need to throw for 400 yards, but goddamn, homie, can we, can we see some real quarterback play? Right fucking back at you. Goddamn, can you respect any greatness fucking ever, or are you just the ultimate fucking hater? It ain't, how is it hate if it's true? Bro, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Gotta love Matt and I's rants. Um, that's all-time classic. I wish I could put that on Twitter five minutes long, but we can't. Uh, I'll get banned from Twitter. Uh, without further ado, though, let's bring in the man that you just saw uh, talking oh, that shit. That was dope as fuck. That was super cool. I just got to watch us yell at each other. That was awesome. Oh, you can see it from the backstage? Oh, yeah, dude. That was kick oh, that's fuck. I got a, so many more videos I'm going to fucking play right. now. We should do like a fucking best of, man. That kicked ass. 
Oh, dude, I love it. Oh, these guys are going off. I think one of the bitch made cats is in here. Um, Guaranteed. They're everywhere. <laughs> hey, so you want to fucking hear something terrible? What? I'm going to put this up, and I, I just have to get this off my chest, so hopefully everybody can see it. So this is last night. This is my parlay last night, okay? Jason Tatum, Julius Randle, Jalen Brown, all the score over 25 points, all hit. Kawhi Leonard. Paul George and Jaron Jackson Jr. in Memphis, L.A., all the score over 20 points, all hit. Damian Lillard to drop over 30 against the Magic, hit. All right, and then fucking Giannis right at the end. He only scores 25 points. See that at the bottom? He only, he only needed 25. He got 23 and lost. Did you see the end of the game? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't, don't. The, the, end, of the end of the game, Giannis Wait, is literally on. walking in to get a layup. This? Yes! This! Fuck! Just one layup! Just one! Just do it! Fuck! Please! Fuck! Fuck! You gotta dunk that shit! You gotta dunk that shit! If he makes that layup, you hit your 25 points? Hold on, so he needed the layup for your 25 points? If he gets twenty, if he gets one layup, I make eight fucking grand. And, bro, I, like, ripped the door off the hinges. I was so fucking hot. You got to dunk that shit. You got to dunk that shit. The anger sharks are swimming in my head. I was so fucking mad, dog. Hey, but, dog, Kendrick Perkins said they don't look at the scoreboard up top, so they don't know if they have a triple-double or not. I don't give a fuck. You had a wide-open bucket. Just put it in the fucking hole, and I get paid, and everything's glorious. No, that's my point, though. Kendrick Perkins is a fucking idiot who Kendrick don't realize that they do look up like this, Matt. They do look up like this and say, oh, fuck, I need one rebound. I Personally, I'm a huge Nugget fan. I'm in the Denver market. I work for Altitude, which is the the home base for the Nuggets and the Avalanche, where I'm on 92.5 again today from 10 to noon. Um, I think Kendrick Perkins is maybe the biggest moron that that covers basketball. I mean – Number one, he needs to get a dictionary because I don't think the words he's using are actually the correct ones. That's number one. Wait, 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 wait. Are they words or are they made up words? He, that's what I'm saying. Like he's he's got his own language, um, and that's cool. That's cool, man. But if if Perk, I feel like Perkins is just a hater because he was just a sorry ass defensive center. Like let's be real, bro. Kendrick Perkins wasn't a fucking superstar. Kendrick Perkins rode the coattails of fucking Garnett, Ray Allen, and Paul Pierce. Like, you should be fucking happy that they even let you play, bro. It, like, you you rode the coattails of other greats to a ring and to a job at ESPN, okay? Your beard's straight. Beard looks straight. But other than that, you are not a good commentator. You are terrible. And Your beard is straight. That's the number one thing out of that one, huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> but it's just, it. I find what he says, especially about Nikola Jokic, to be, like, just pure disrespect. And when the Nuggets win the title this year, all you fucking haters out there are going to have to suck it. Because I'm going to talk hey, so, shit. Hey, it's clarify what's going on. Thing. I don't know what he said about Joker. I thought it was going back and forth with, with, with uh, the white kid. What's his name? Uh, fuck, I just said his name earlier. The white guy, the shooter. J.J. Redick. So I thought it was just a beef with them two going back and forth because because of he said that you know they 
players look up at the at the fucking scoreboard to make sure that they know that. So he's like, people are discounting Joker because of all the triple doubles, and it's like he's looking up at the thing to make sure. He's like, he don't really give a fuck. Kendrick said, we guarantee that we're not looking up at the thing. And I'm like, wait up. Which one is it? So what did he say about Joker, though? Oh, Kendrick Perkins essentially said that, that Jokic is stat padding and that he sits down there and, like, it's stat pads, which I think is ridiculous. Like, just because he's big and tall and, and relatively athletic, not overly athletic, relatively white boy athletic, and he can pass, he's stat padding. Like, just because he's complete, he's stat padding, that's bullshit. So – He's got great shooters around him. He's the number one shooting team in the NBA. They are lights out from beyond, beyond the three-point line. They remind me a lot of Golden State if Golden State had a like a, a, a prominent five. This is the same thing that would happen with them. So I I look, I'm not I'm not saying that Kendra Perkins is wrong. I'm saying his take is idiotic. He knows more about basketball than me, maybe, but you know, he He's doing it to get clicks, and it worked. And J.J. Redick did it and, and and humbled his ass and made him sound pretty stupid, and that worked. So, I don't know, man. I think ESPN is a very interesting network, to say the least. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not even close. So, Stephen A. Smith is defending John Morant. Paul Paul Pierce is defending John How Morant. defending uh, idiots? I, I don't know. that. I, I'm just saying. Jalen Rose said, I have sympathy for him because – um, I was a victim of almost an assassination attempt and all this shit. I'm sitting there like, cry me a fucking river. I grew up living in a car in Compton. Shut the fuck up, you soft pussies. Like, I grew up in the hood in a car getting ate by ants, and guess what I saw when I had a player of mine had a gun? I motherfucked him and ripped his ass, and I booted his ass off, and I told everybody I knew that this guy's a fucking idiot and our youth is looking up to you and we're going to be a bunch of fucking clowns. And, dog, John Moran is a huckstable. He's not a gangster. That's my thing. He's not a gangster. You're He's not, not, dude. You're not from the hood. Okay. You have both parents at home. Like You've got cheesy-ass fucking pictures of you guys all in color-coordinated outfits smiling and shit. Like, you're it's okay, Ja. You don't need to be from the hood to be respected. Matt, I just hung out with a this. Matt. I just hung out with a hundred million dollar motherfucker all weekend. Pat Perez, we're hanging out, we're talking about this very thing, and we're like, homie, you beat life. You made it. Like Pat Perez is actually from the hood. I am, and he. Pat's like JB. I beat the. I beat life, homie. I'm here. I made it. Why would he want to go back to this? Why or not even you back to it? You're not even going back to it, Pat. You're entering it for the first time at 23. Like if his his dad is everywhere, bro, all the time. Why isn't his father more involved with trying to keep his kid out of trouble? And, and you know I said what? This like, on Whitlock, dog. I said this, it on this, this all happened in Denver. Like, apparently, he was at Shotguns, which is a huge strip club here, right across the street from where I do my radio show, by the way. And he's in there at 4 o'clock in the morning showing off his gun and shit. Like, dude, there. look, I'm just going to say this real quick from a white dude that grew up in a fucking trailer. So there's different parts of being from the hood. Poverty is poverty. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Poverty doesn't have skin color. Poverty doesn't fucking sit there and go, oh, well, th this 
this particular person is more impoverished because he's black or white or Hispanic or Asian. It doesn't fucking matter. Poverty is poverty. And being from nothing and being from the gutter, it it hardens fucking people in a way where they don't need to do this kind of shit. Real fucking gangbangers and real fucking gangsters. I don't care if they're Hell's Angels, fucking Crips, Bloods, MS-13. I don't give a fuck who they are. They don't do this kind of shit. They don't fucking flash guns. They shoot you. They don't act like thugs. They are. They're not playing fucking telephone tough guy, Jaw. You are. And this is the kind of shit that gets Jaw killed. This is the kind of shit that gets yeah, Jaw murdered. This is the kind of shit that gets him drove by in Memphis. Look, I'm in Denver. You're in L.A., all right? The, there's some hoods in L.A. There ain't shit in Denver. Denver's, Denver is comical soft. But Memphis, Memphis, the hoods in Memphis, they will fucking kill him faster than he can even say it. And it, it, he's a target. He's always flashing jewelry. He's got an entourage. Everybody's talking shit. He's, shooting, he's pointing a gun at a 17-year-old like... Bro, do you want to be the poster child for how to fuck up greatness? How to fuck up 300, 400, 500 million dollars in your bank and generational wealth? What is wrong with you, bro? Wake the fuck up. Man, I'm just I'm just uh red it's man disgusting. in the chat. It makes, like me, it makes me sick in my stomach to watch a young guy do this. Red man in the chat. You sound like a fucking retard. You gotta go. Um uh this is a thing. Like if you, if you defend him instead of trying to educate it, instead of saying to Jaw, you're wrong, you shouldn't be carrying a firearm, you're a fucking professional basketball player, you can't be a thug and have tip off at eight, homie. My coach in college, the great Chris Wilson, who coached for fucking ever, has a Super Bowl ring with the Eagles, one of the toughest sons of bitches I've ever been around in my life his famous line, you can't be a thug and have homework later. We can't, we can't come to fucking meetings at six o'clock in the morning and go lift and go to class all day and go to practice and have three hours of study table. And then after that, you go out and throw on the shades and the fucking hat sideways and the chain and, and roll your windows down and start fucking blasting too short and acting like your heart. You're not a gangster and that's okay. Let me, add, let me let me I don't break understand why everybody wants to be a thug all the time, dog. It let, doesn't me, let me break it down another way. Why is no one talking about the fact that they lost in Denver and you're at a titty bar celebrating like you won in Denver? And we don't want to even bring that up at all, Matt. Nobody's gonna bring that up, Matt. They're gonna skip right over that fact. But the fact of the matter is. That we are a bunch of fucking fanboys who are mediocre. We accepted it as a new excellence. We're okay with losing. We're going to go out and fucking hang out and chill because I'm who I am. And we're not even talking about that part. Do you fucking think Jordan and Kobe were in that fucking titty bar if they lost that game? Well, there, it's, this is a lot on the NBA, too. Like, back in the day, and this just started happening, and I'm, I'm going to ask uh, Vic Lombardi and Chris Dempsey today, when I, when I get to altitude, because they both work for the Nuggets and travel with them. Scott Hastings is their color guy. He He's on the show after me. I'll ask him, too. But I don't remember basketball teams staying the night after they played. Like, I thought that they would get on the plane and go home or fly to the next city. And they're back-to-back. Back, I know they did. Now it's like they stayed. They had an 8, 8 p.m. tip. They lost. And instead of going to DIA, getting on the plane and getting the fuck out of here, 
they went to shotguns and stayed out till five in the morning and got hammered and started brandish, brandishing firearms and shit like fucking idiots in Denver, no less. Like, bro, there's, there's no one's going to like shotguns is a peaceful place. There's some bad bitches in there. You should go have fun. We shouldn't be in there fucking pointing guns. That place, that place is a place where guys like me and JB can go and we can have an awesome time and we don't have to worry about getting guns pointed at us and fucked with. There's just a bunch of broads. They look good. They want to hang out. That's what it's there for. Not for you to go out and make TikTok videos about how fucking hardcore you are and shit. You're not in three, six mafia. Come to think of it, I bet you all three of those guys are in gated communities with fat ass fucking fences and security. So let's just be real. Um, Man, I got a guy on my show coming on this week. All right. Uh, he's a very, very fucking well respected good dude. Coaches NFL dudes all, all in the offseason. He basically yeah, runs the Carolinas. He runs the Carolinas, um, just like kind of how you run, have the kids in Denver. He has the same thing in South Carolina. He's from South Carolina. He he's he's coached guys like Vic and McNabb and a bunch of guys. But anyway, he also coached another guy named John Morant. And he's coming on my show. And wait till he comes on this week or next week when he breaks down the real about it. And and I've been telling people like, dog, stop believing this motherfucking drama. Like it is a hoax. He is Tupac Matt before juice. No tattoos. He's a dancer. He's a wannabe. And now he's Tupac. He got tattoos. And unfortunately, Matt, if they're not real tats like you and I have that are from when we were young, they're fucking make kids brave. Tattoos make kids braver than they have to be. And now they're this guy that really don't exist. Me and you didn't need tattoos to be who we are. Tattoos we got for symbolic fucking messages i have my dad you have your fucking belief i have my yeah, fucking. I got, a, I got a chinese menu right here I, chinese menu that i love i i order right off i order off matt's arm every night mushu chicken i mean down there i don't know i'm just saying like tattoos make these motherfuckers act like there's something they're not and it's like blows my mind and well, I'm like, i've seen i've seen a ton of stories recently about young kids getting gang tattoos but they're not part of the gang. Yes. Like, like, bro, you again, again, you can't, you can't do this kind of shit. There's like, it's <laughs> this great George Collin, the unwritten rules of the road. Like this is the unwritten rules of the street. You can't act like a thug. If you're not one, you're, you're a Huxtable. And that's why coach JB's calling him one. He's a Huxtable bro. Like it's, and you know what, you know what? That's a good thing, dog. Growing up like Grant Hill is not a bad thing. Like, why is that a negative? Why Why do you have to, if you're an African-American in this country, why do you have to, like, have this persona? Why? What's the point? You I don't know. It, dog. Guess not, who we he, get to hang out with this weekend? And he came over, he played golf with him. Ken Griffey Jr. And Derek Carr to the Saints for four years? Yes. Breaking oh, news. Shit, bro, that's a that's a fucking big get for me. Right breaking on JB show right on the fucking ticker. Look at that shit. That's, uh, that's a big fucking get right there for New Orleans. You think so? Well, I, I mean, it's better than what they got. Shit, he might, and that that division's fucking terrible. So that might be what what helps New Orleans back to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they can finagle that cap not to break you off, but they can finagle that cap, and they've got good defensive players, and I like their scheme. Mathow, 
You know, I, I like Lattimore. I think Cam Jordan's a monster. I think Demario Davis might be the most underrated Mike linebacker in football. He's a fucking stud. So their defense has been really good under Dennis Allen. If if Carr can come in there and like stop acting or stop playing like he does sometimes with the Raiders, I like him more than you. I think that the division is so terrible that he could absolutely turn New Orleans into the division winner. They got to be the favorite right now with him being the quarterback. Well, yeah, I bet you guys have Thomas back. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know if you want him back. He's soft as fucking butter, cold or warm butter. Sorry. Yeah. Let, uh, let me tell you what. What? Let me ask you this, Coach. What are your biggest pet peeves? You want to know what mine are? In life or in football? Just in pet peeves in life. Mine are cold butter and dry pussy. Cold butter and dry pussy. Yeah. Cold butter tears up the bread. Can you take the cold butter and put it on the dry pussy and it turns into warm, wet pussy? Well, it better be warm pussy. Well, it better not be cold, bad pussy. You got a real fucking problem. That means she's a corpse. That's bad. That means she's a corpse. <laughs> Holy fuck. Um, getting weird out here in Denver, dog. <laughs> my pet peeves are the fucking lady who sits in the middle of the fucking aisle with her cart and thinks that the world stopped and she's down the aisle 14 feet shopping and her cart's in the middle of the fucking aisle. You know what I do, Matt? I just keep going like she's not there. I push her fucking cart smooth out of the way and then you hear a Karen. You want to hear a Karen? What the fuck are you pushing that cart for? Bitch, get it out the fucking way. Yeah, I, I love the video you made the other day of the dog eating at Starbucks. <laughs> now I'm, I'm just going to keep going. Pet peeves, you said. That's one. And and it all has to do with lack of awareness, social awareness, lack of surroundings. I, I hate a motherfucker that doesn't understand how to be hood, but be from the hood, but not always in the hood and act like you're fucking not from the hood when you're outside the hood. People don't really realize. I just said a lot there. I don't know if you could dissect that. But Matt, don't drive up on the bumper of a car. Because I'm going to pin you in and steal your shit. Leave you some fucking exit way. Leave you out. Leave you an out. So where, where um, do you think this goes with Ja? You think he'll get suspended and, and made an example of? But this is my thing. He's going to get suspended for two days by this team. And then the league, Adam Silver. Why isn't Adam Silver the first guy to say, you know what, motherfucker? You're done. Why is his head coach having to suspend him on his own before? Now you put the head coach in a peculiar situation. And now you and I would have suspended him as the coach. But why is Silver not coming down with a hammer? Because well, his league is about to take a wild, wild shit on – What's going on? Do you know the NBA's number one propaganda marketing ploy uh, commercial is gun violence? Well, yeah, yeah. So what the fuck are we doing, Adam Silver? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the same. It's the same league in 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 the bubble that had Black Lives Matter on the court. So if Black Lives Matter, then John Morant shouldn't be carrying a firearm where he can take the life of another individual, most likely an African-American. Uh, exactly it, right. So it, it, The hypocrisy is ridiculous, I agree. Um, I, you know what? One thing that no one's asking, even though Jaws a faker and he's a Huxtable and all this other shit, that's all true. But somebody needs to really sit down and ask this kid if he's okay too, bro. Like... 
He's making decisions, but well, that's no, next. You know, that's next. Mental health is going to be next. Hold on, hold on. Mental health is important though, too. And if you're self sabotaging, that's that's a fucking red flag, bro. Like some, I'm just saying, it doesn't make us or him soft yeah. if he's got something wrong in his fucking ticker, and we have to go sit down and talk about it and get him right. In fact, I think that's true leadership, even if it's uncomfortable and we don't want to go down that road. Yeah. If no one says to John or his father or whoever else, like, yo, are you okay, dog? Like, do you need to talk? Can we help you through this? Obviously, something's wrong. You're self-sabotaging at a monumentally high level. He he is destroying himself right now. This is not fucking productive. But look at dog. I've been around too long. You're a great judge of character. I'm one. We're recruiters by nature. We understand the landscape of people not only players and athletes but people if i walk up on the wrong one in 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 walmart i'm gonna recognize he's the one that's not to fuck with i'm gonna also recognize that i'm the one not to fuck with or you're not the one to fuck with or if i'm in the titty bar chilling and i fuck pull out the gay like i don't think you're mentally unhealthy i think mentally weak well, okay, he's stupid on top of it. It's not doesn't take away from the fact that he. I, I want to make sure, Matt, that we don't start using this narrative out there and start using the mental health as a crutch when really this kid is mentally weak. We already know he's a fake ass good boy. No, I agree so, with you. I'm we're just use that in the in the media though. I just hope that Stephen A. and the big platforms don't push this narrative. Well, you know they're going to. It's look. The only way to keep the logo clean is to like have everybody apologizing for him. Like, oh, well, this is a, and look, hopefully this is a teachable moment where he can learn something from it and not be this guy anymore. Because it's not really who he is. He's not really this guy. He's not really this fucking guy. So quit trying Quit trying. Uh, Jim Carrey had a great fucking line that I love. And it's a quote that I, I think about a lot. Okay. And he said, like, depression and anxiety are not real emotions. It's yourself telling you that, it, you know, your your own consciousness is tired of the character you're playing. And it wants you to be yourself. So if Jaw is having all this fucking crazy shit run through his head and he's depressed and he's anxious and he's carrying firearms and he thinks people are after him or shit... Maybe he should stop pretending to be something he's not. Therefore, he wouldn't have this kind of pressure on him to keep up the persona of a multi-million dollar superstar athlete in the NBA that they're branding a lot of stuff after him on and trying to be fucking, you know, Capone. Like, dog, it... I'm I'm on the other side of the fence with Dave Chappelle. Like, I grew up in a car in Compton, the only white kid. I got ate by ants. I was in the most... Deathly city in America through the 80s and 90s. And I'm going to be honest. I'm like Dave Chappelle when he said, why are we finding the, what's that fucking guy's name? The chef Bourdain, 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 Jeffrey Bourdain, the guy that went around the world. Anthony Anthony Bourdain, Bourdain. the guy who killed himself. Yeah, one of the many. Um, Why is it not? Tyrone from the hood who I grew up with on dope with no family and had to fucking work three jobs. Why have I yet to see that motherfucker hang himself? Why is he still grinding today trying to make ends meet without using a fucking excuse? And he's never had millions of dollars, Matt. 
These motherfuckers have millions. Now, I'm going to be honest. They earned those millions, Matt. You earned your money when you played. I don't give a fuck. You're a one percenter. You played in the NFL for fucking seven years. Even if you played for one year, you are a one percenter. I agree. Anthony Bourdain was a one percenter. He earned that money. John Morant has earned this money. But let's stop using the excuse and feel sorry for these motherfuckers hanging themselves in hotel rooms every day that making millions. Because I'm going to be honest, I feel this much sorry for them. Zero. Because well, I don't know what the fuck I came through and what my boys came through and what you've came through, and we haven't used that fucking excuse. And I'm like, hold up, dog. You just let your whole fucking family down. You're a cowardly cunt in my book. You just fucking killed yourself, and you have two sons and a daughter that now have nothing. You're a fucking coward. But we, we don't look at it like that. JB's going to be the asshole, and I'm okay with it, Matt. But You're not an asshole. It's just your opinion, and you're not wrong. I mean, I, I think suicide... And I'm not going to sit here and act like I haven't had the thoughts and the, you know, like shit is really bad. It'd be easier if I wasn't here. Like everybody has that thought. There's a difference between that thought and actually being suicidal. Um, I know quite a few people that have gone down that road and it's, it's not good. It doesn't solve anything other than that individual's not here anymore. It kind of solves it for them, but it doesn't solve it for anybody else. It just adds more problems to an already, you know, huge problem, most likely, if that's the road we're going down. So I I agree that it's a it's a very uh it's a cowardly way to solve a problem, but I'm not gonna sit here and call anybody that I know that have gone down that road a coward. It just is what it is. Like I I hate I hate the fact that it happened and it's pretty fucking terrible, but at the same time, like I don't know, man. Some people just can't handle the traumas of life and it sucks. Like whether it's death or like, I, I know I never understand people that like do it because of financial reasons. Like just go back to work. Who gives a fuck? Hey, you I'm going to be honest, man. I'm, I know we're steering away from this sports topic and I don't have you very long. And uh, well, I want to go on about two minutes. So, all right, two minutes. I'm going to get into the, the, this tomorrow uh, with you. Maybe if you're on tomorrow, or Wednesday, yeah, when you go, yep. I'll be on. Uh, I'm going to get into, though, I'm not a firm believer in the single father or the single mother family or household that lacks a father. I am more of the believer that when you grow hair on your balls, you know the difference between right and wrong. And that's just my belief because I know a lot of guys that have fathers that are fucking horrible, fake fucks, just like John Morant, because he's got a daddy who's a fanboy at every game, and he hasn't fucking been a father at all. He's being a dad, and I think there's a huge difference between a a father. And uh, I don't know. We'll get to that tomorrow, Matt. Before you get out of here, I got you for a minute. Uh, What is Derek Carr breaking news due to the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes? Uh, If he gets off the ayahuasca out the black box and stop being a fucking idiot, can he play football again? Can he just let us know? I don't really give a fuck, but I think these other teams are now being held hostage, especially with the combine in full effect. Um, does Aaron Rodgers become a jet? Does he tell them I'm going West trying to get back to the, to the 49ers or the Raiders? What does he do? I don't see him in Tennessee anymore. I don't see him anywhere, but I think Miami dolphins are the single best fit for Aaron Rodgers. That's my personal opinion. You end it with this. All right, so I've got Connor McGovern in here this morning, the starting center for the Jets, and we've talked about this at length. And, you know, obviously Aaron Rodgers would be a great fit in New York, in his opinion, and everybody wants the guy. I want Aaron Rodgers to stop 
acting like he's above the shield. You're not the only quarterback in the league. And honestly, dog, you're good, but you're not, you're not even what you think you are. You don't have the right to just hold everybody hostage like this constantly every fucking offseason. It's getting played out. I'm over it. And even if he does go to the Jets, it'll only be for a year or two. And hopefully it's two great years. If I'm if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to the Niners, dog. I'm doing everything humanly possible, even if I have to retire and then go sign with him. I'm getting the fuck out of Green Bay. I'm going to San Francisco. I'm playing in in an environment that I grew up in for a team that I always wanted to play for that passed him over in the draft and took Alex Smith instead of, of Rodgers. And, you know, that sucks for Green Bay that they're going to lose their quarterback to a rival. But uh, if, if he goes to San Francisco, San Francisco is going to be real fucking hard to beat. That said, Aaron Rodgers will be playing quarterback for them. So don't be a, don't be surprised if you get back into the NFC title game and he shits all over himself because this is what he does. He's lost like fucking six NFC title games or some shit. Now, now Lamar Jackson, I said the best fit on Jason Whitlock last week, I'll be back on today, was the Washington Commanders with yep. their enemy. And everyone's like, why? Miami's the best fit. He's got four receivers. That's not Lamar Jackson's strong suit. He's not going to dissect coverage and tell me that it's clouded sky and we got a rotation and we got fucking Sam off the Sam strong sea. And now we got a one high look now. He ain't doing all that. And, and that's Aaron Rodgers with Waddle and Hill and Gasecki. And I know where to go from fucking one, two to three to check down. Lamar Jackson ain't doing that. Let's take him to Washington, Matt. Let's run some boot naked RPO triple option. With one side of the field to read, and that's Terry McLaren. And I just had Zach on, and he was like, it makes perfect sense to me. Give him one guy. I think it would be a great move other than playing for Washington. Exactly right. I agree. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, Washington ain't the fit, but it fits him. So Daniel Jones, though, is the next big money. We'll talk about tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, run, New York. Run. <laughs> we'll get after another argument tomorrow. All right, brother. See you in the morning. Later. Peace. Matt McChesney, uh, as always. Uh, here's my job, Morant take uh, on the mental. I, I, I mean, it always comes down to mental health and mental uh, awareness and all this different shit. All right, and let me just break this down. I want to break this down. Um, I don't agree with any of the shit that you're saying in this chat about mental health. I'm just not. And if you believe it, you're the reason why we get away with fucking murder. Maybe not literally, maybe figuratively speaking, but the kids nowadays are getting away with fucking murder figuratively and literally, but figuratively because you allow them to go smash and grab Nordstrom. You allow these kids to not finish through the line if you're the head coach of the team. You allow them to be late to class. You allow them to smoke weed. You allow them instead of coach them. So let's be clear here. <clears throat> you're now going to claim mental health for a cat that is clearly cognitive and can fucking manipulate actions of pulling out a gun, showing it on IG, throwing up hoods, throwing up hoods on the IG live, on his own IG live. And this is literally six hours removed from playing in an NBA game against the best player in the NBA, Joker, and in Denver, in Mile High. And now, in a matter of three hours, 
he figured that he woke up. I, he never went to sleep, but let's say he woke up and mental health hit him. Ja, you're not Ja no more. You're the gun-swelling thug from South Carolina that just got a bunch of new tattoos and got a fanboy daddy. You're going to bust out the strap in the titty bar, and then we're going to claim mental health, and we're going to act like you didn't just fucking dunk on Joker and the whole entire Denver Nuggets. We're going to act like you're not well. We're going to act like you have a lot of mental fucking stress. Get the fuck out of here, man. I don't know how any other way to break it down to y'all motherfuckers, dog. But you wake up and mental health chooses you. Stop fucking thinking you choose mental fucking health. Will you motherfuckers miss me with your fucking narrative about mental health is just something you can't put your finger on? Yeah, you fucking can put your finger on it. It's called waking up not knowing who the fuck you are, motherfucker. That is mental health. Waking up not knowing how to speak is mental health. Waking up one day out of nowhere and your right side goes limp and you don't know who the fuck you are. That is mental health. It chose you, dog. But waking up one day without any of that and saying, oh, I'm going to go out here and be Delonte West. But it's funny that I never was Delonte West with mental health when I had millions of dollars. But I became Delonte West, the mental health patient, when I lost all my money because I was a crackhead. And now I need to fucking make an excuse as to why I lost all that money because I was a crackhead. So now I got to get a sympathy chart going on. And America's so sympathetic and simple tins, a bunch of simp motherfuckers who believe anything we say and they forgive all things. They won't forgive JB, though, by the way. This let's be clear. Let's be clear there. We won't we won't forgive the guy that actually does really care and pushes his kids black kids to be great and go into and get a degree and go to the NFL and go division one and get all these scholarships. We won't fix that guy. We won't, we're, we're going to blackball him for life, but we're going to be okay. We're going to allow the Delonte West of the world to earn millions. And then we'll fucking claim that he's mentally ill because Mark Cuban will give him a hundred grand and then he'll go to the big three and then he's back healthy again. It's crazy how the money fucking really fixed his brain overnight. And then guess what? Oh, the crack addiction hit again. And now Delonte West is back on the street and he's broke. And now the mental health kicked in again. Oh, fuck. Unbelievable. That's great. And then John Morant now, after going out and fucking crossing over a motherfucker, dunking in the NBA on a fucking seven-footer, and then two hours later, he's at the titty bar with a gun, and now I'm fucking, I've lost my mind. I don't know anything. I don't know who I am. Please, America, fucking help me. I'm mentally healthy, unhealthy. The people in here and in America who believe that this cat is mentally ill, you should all go outside and just go fucking play on the street in the rain in front of the fucking buses that go by because you guys are the fucking problem. You are the bigger fucking problem than the small percentage of fake fucking pranksters and wannabe fucks out here. You are the enabling single biggest problem. You're enabling these fucking idiots 
to fucking feel like they've really got over on somebody. They ain't got over on me, homeboy. They got over on your weak-minded fucking forgiving asses who think is an apology letter on Twitter is it. That's it. I sympathize for him. You sympathize for a dumb motherfucker carrying a pistol in a titty bar, which could have went off just like Plaxico fucking Burris shoots himself in a club similar to this one. You forgive that guy who possibly could have shot your son, daughter, or wife, or husband. You forgive that motherfucker over the fucking person who's actually living in the street, who served the country at some point in their life, defended in Vietnam or the Korean War or fucking 9-11, you forgive this dumb motherfucker over that guy on the street. Blows my fucking mind. Absolutely blows my fucking mind. That's the fucking problem. You fucking enablers allowing these fucking idiots to smooth you over to fucking literally sell you on a pipe dream that they're okay, that they made a mistake, that this is not who they are. No, it is. It's actually 1,000% who you are. And I'm going to go back to this, this take about the single father and the single mother. All right, real, real talk, real quick. I'm going to say it on Whitlock today, and I'm going to probably hang up on him today. I'm going to be honest. We're pushing this single father, single mother thing a lot, way too much. And we're, we're, we're taking out the accountability factor of the human who knows the difference between right and wrong. And then the human who will not hold the kid accountable for knowing the difference between right and wrong. So there's two major issues going on. There's a kid that I never blame. I always blame the parents. And, well, coach, what about the kid that didn't have the parents? Well, guess what? You had somebody. You had a fucking, you didn't just fucking appear on earth one day like fucking the Matrix. You had somebody. And I don't give a fuck. I, I, why are some of my fucking strongest-minded homeboys adopted? Why are they adopted? Why is some of the greatest humans I know adopted? Because they actually understand when I have hair on my balls, I can fucking decipher the difference between right and wrong. And the difference between right and wrong, regardless of a father in my life or a mother in my life or a homie in my life or an auntie or an uncle or my fucking adopted parents, I don't care. I don't care if my dad told me one million times to drink cognac, get behind the wheel, drive 100 miles an hour, and hit the back of a fucking school bus. If he told me that one million times and then he embedded it in me every single day, I would have told him to get fucked. And I would have never did it. That's the fucking difference between a strong-willed-minded motherfucker and who wants to lead fucking people and tell them how not to do shit and the difference between you using that as an excuse to tell everyone, my dad told me one million times to drink a bottle of yak, drive 100 miles an hour, and hit the back of a school bus. So I did it. Because you're weak as fuck. 
and you ain't got the balls enough to say, fuck you, dad. I'm not doing that dumbass shit because I'm actually smart enough as a human that my brain has evolved enough to understand that that is a death trap. And I'm not that fucking dumb. But guess what? Now mental health can be the crutch because my dad told me when I was eight years old that I should drink a bottle of yak, drive 100 miles an hour, and hit the back of a bus. So now, 26 years later, after I've killed 16 people like Jeffrey Dahmer and I bagged them up and ate them, I am mentally ill. Oh, my God, Jeffrey Dahmer. I am so sorry that your dad told you to do that. Oh, my God. How do you live with yourself? Oh, it's okay. I just I cut up people and eat them and shit like that. It's okay. Oh, my God. I've God forgive you. God, shut the fuck up, man. You motherfuckers are soft as pussy. I can't believe how fucking enabling you fucking people are who believe this shit. It's unfucking believable. It's unfucking believable. So how do I counteract? How do I counter what I'm saying? Cause you know you you always talk about the single family. Woo 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 woo. Well, I know a lot of motherfuckers that grew up with their mom and dad that are some of the dumbest, most ignorant fuck ups I've ever seen in my entire life come from two parent homes. John Morant has a father who's a fanboy because now the dad makes the, the draw makes millions. By the way, his dad made thousands. All right. His dad makes good money. His parents came from they got good jobs. They got a nice home. They came up in a good area of South Carolina. They actually have money. They're not John Morant. They don't have $100 million, but they had good money. They could live the rest of their life comfortable, have raise a family. They raise kids. They have enough money. So now, though, your son hit the lotto. Your son, who you nutted out, praise Lord, right? Praise you. You nutted that motherfucker out. Now, it's like, Ja, I need XYZ. I want XYZ. I need XYZ. Mom needs it. The homie needs it. whoop de whoop de whoop I'm at every single game. I'm trying to fight Shannon Sharp. And I'm a fanboy now of my son. I'm not no longer the father of my son and i'm not even a dad i'm a fanboy of my son we have both family we have both kids the kids still live at the house we have a great family we live in a nice area fuck our son's john moran he's one of the best nba players and he's on the way to being one of the best and you know i need he's got a lot of money and so now i need to suck his dick and get money out of him so i don't have to work anymore and i want my son to give me the money so i'm gonna be at the games i'm gonna be in a sweatsuit and look cool and i'm gonna chill i'm gonna have a drink in my hand like i'm just a fucking a piece of the party well he's fucked up homie john moran has both fucking parents he's fucked up and so is a million motherfuckers i know who have both parents by the way in the hood in the hood so let's stop with only pushing the single parent family that has the fucked up shit going on that's not true and i can't wait to tell this on whitlock because it's not just a single fucking parent home. It's this double parent home. How, why are we talking about the rich white kids that grow up every day with the mom and the dad in Newport fucking beach, in Newport fucking beach, in Malibu, and in Beverly Hills? Why is their kids getting fucking doped up, snorting lines, cocaine, chopping up motherfuckers, and... Hey, let's, let's ask the Murdochs. Let's ask the Murdoch family who ha was raised by everyone, 
who inherited a fucking a fortune from the 1909 inception of the law firm in the fucking Carolinas or wherever. And this guy inherited this. Both all kind of family around this fucking weirdo fuck. Why don't we talk about this motherfucker? Why are we talking about every fucking family that has both parents who have been absolute fucking criminal, murderer, fucking thieves, fucking Ponzi schemers, who the fuck have just milked the American fucking poor? Why the fuck have we not talked about that? I know a bunch of motherfuckers who got both family, both parents. And I know a bunch of motherfuckers who don't. So stop. It's a fucking even playing field. Miss me with the bullshit about the mom and the dad. How about you start holding fucking people accountable for what they do? Hold people accountable for their fucking actions. How about you do that? And how about you miss me with the fucking bullshit narrative of mental health? Because I'm going to tell you something right now, dog. Gangsters are trying to get out every day. They've lived a life. They've done the worst things you could think of. They robbed. They stole. They killed. They have done unimaginable things. I grew up in this life. I'm telling you, I'm not trying to bullshit you, boast, or, I mean, there's nothing to boast about. I could come up here and tell you and read an audio book to you about fucking seeing the most horrific shit you've ever seen and how I survived through it. I have no idea. I have no idea. If there's a God, I thank God. If there's not, then I've got lucky as fuck and I should play the lotto every day for the rest of my life. Having said that, though, homie, miss me with the bullshit. Miss me with the fucking narrative that i had to have both parents my mom and dad divorced when i was a little kid i spent most of the time with my dad okay by the way uh having said that i'm tired of hearing the fucking narrative about this whole fucking single double family all the bullshit no drop your nuts you go hair on them you know the difference between right and fucking wrong and i had every opportunity in the world to go slang dope with the biggest dope the United States history has ever seen and could have used that at all fucking day long. Would I be here today? Probably not. I chose to take a right because I fucking knew the difference and you all know the difference. And don't tell me you don't. Don't tell me that John Morant did not know the difference between not posting that and posting it. Don't fucking sit here and tell yourself that shit. You need to stop pushing this bullshit fucking soft narrative. Start holding motherfuckers accountable for their fucking actions and stop allowing them to get away with fucking anything and everything. If you hold them accountable and start now, maybe you can get this thing flipped. But if you don't, you're not going to fucking, you're just going to see this shit over and over and over. Now you're going to see the next fucking generation do it. And we already saw the previous generation do it. And you motherfuckers just can't figure it out. It fucking blows my mind. But I can't wait to discuss that in more detail. But the John Moran shit is sickening. And it's not surprising, though. Just so you're clear. I'm not surprised. And it's not unbelievable. It's actually very believable. That's the problem with you. You guys think it's unbelievable. It's not unbelievable. 
it's fucking very believable because his dad is a fanboy instead of gra- let me ask you something just 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 you guys can call me an asshole you can call me what you want to call me but be real if you're a real person you'll at least answer this question correctly if John Morant was my son do you think that you would have seen me choke the fuck out of him by now on the sideline of a game or on some type of film do you think I would have beat the fuck out of my son by now simple yes or no what do you guys think yes I would have choked the fuck out of my son on the fucking side of the bench in Memphis or any other place. And yes, guess what? You keep seeing the dad at the game with a fucking cup of yak like he's a fucking cool homie. You're not your son's homie, dumb motherfucker. You're your son's pops. And guess what? Last time I checked, I don't give a fuck how rich my son got, how fucking popular my son got. And how famous he thinks he is and how great he thinks he is. I'm your dad and I'll beat the fuck out of you anytime I want to. And I will fucking check your bitch ass anytime I want to. But y'all some fanboys now, homie. There ain't no dads like me no more. That's why the the situation I'm in is what I'm in. There ain't no more fanboy shit. I ain't no fanboy. My dad was no fanboy. You either get in or get the fuck on. There ain't no begging and sucking your dicks. You motherfuckers suck these motherfuckers' dicks to make a tweet so you can be fucking in the limelight just to fucking see your son fail at a catastrophic level blows my fucking mind. Your son is going to die, homie. Let that resonate and then go claim mental health too, motherfucker. You soft pussy fucks. I can't even... it, It fucking blows my mind that you motherfuckers really believe that shit. Really fucking believe that shit. I just, I, I can't go anywhere else about it. It blows my mind. I'm, I'm done talking about this shit. But I do, I want you to see this video. And I want you, to, I want this video to resonate with you. Vernon Franklin was an exceptional young man. He was the valedictorian of his high school class. Won several scholarships and became the first person in his family to attend college. He got a good job and worked 14-hour days, six days a week, quickly becoming the youngest vice president in the history of the Viacorp Corporation, ending the cycle of violence and drug addiction that had plagued his family for generations. The officers of his company were wrapping up the usual Thursday meeting in the South Conference Room when Frank Murphy, the man who had mentored Vernon, made an awkward comment. Vernon, great job, buddy. You the man. Give me some skin, huh? Vernon got along with all of the people he worked with, which in his heart of hearts made him feel like an Uncle Tom. Though he could have ignored the simple comment his mentor made, Vernon decided to keep it real. Get your motherfucking hand out of my face. You heard me, motherfucker. Get your hands out of my face. What you think this is, man? Just shake my hand like a man. Hey, give me some five on the backhand side with all this crazy job. That's bullshit. You want a little soft shoe? Should I jump some watermelon? Fuck all that, bitch. Hey, Vernon, buddy. Get your motherfucking hands off me, bitch. Ain't a game. Sing the Vernon I know. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. You ain't heard that before. Dangerous. I used to beat motherfuckers up just like you. Just for walking around my way, nigga. Vernon, Vernon, buddy. You better sit the fuck down, Frank. Sit down, bitch. Dog like. Think it's a game, nigga? Ow, ow, ow. Okay. 
Today, Vernon works at Sonny's Filler up on Route 80 in New Jersey. He makes $6.45 an hour and stinks of gasoline even when he's not at the station. It's as real as it can be. Dollar? What am I going to get with a dollar? Nigga, I got kids. And that's real. Vernon Franklin. See, motherfuckers think it's funny and shit. That's John Morant, homie. You motherfuckers think that's that's John Morant. That's everyone I grew up in the hood with. I'm just keeping it real. You want to keep it real? <laughs> I'm keeping it real, too. John Morant's daddy should look at that video and fucking figure it out real quick and say, you know what? That's my son in about fucking shit could be tomorrow if the motherfucker ain't fucking done figured it out y'all laugh about that video that fucking video is real i used to show that video to my players all the fucking time that video is real you want to keep it real and you want to be this guy that you're not go ahead that motherfucker just made it and now he's fucking washing windows John Moran is very, very close to doing the same shit. And y'all think it's a game and a joke. But the truth hurts. And you guys can't handle the truth sometimes. But maybe why out of 20 years, I've only had one kid leave me and go to jail. Maybe that's why. I don't know. Maybe I have the most highest graduation rate for a reason. I don't know. Maybe I have more players in the college and the NFL getting degrees than anyone else. I don't know. Maybe that's why. Maybe. I don't know. But, you know, it is what it is. Um... And we won't talk about Andy Reid's sons. We won't talk about the son that, that Andy Reid has had two major issues with sons. I've talked about that on my show many times, by the way. So I don't know who said that because a lot of you don't understand it. Um, because, see, a lot of you are just in the show for the first time. And, you know, you want to think that I don't talk about it already. Well, go back and watch what I've said about Andy Reid, you fucking idiot. Maybe you'll become a member and then I'll know you're not a troll. How about that? Um, anyway, it's real. It's a great day to have a great fucking day. Appreciate you all. Join the Discord. If you're not a member, do it. On me on three, pound the like button for your boy right now. It takes you one fucking second. Can you just hit the like button real quick? On three, on me. One, two, three. Pound the like button. Appreciate all you guys, man. Much love to everybody in here. I will see you tomorrow morning. Uh... God willing, uh, I got to go fucking fix my brand new turf I put in over the weekend. I had installed. They fucked it up. Now I'm pissed. I got to clean up dog throw up. I got a lot of little shit to do. And I'm just going to relax, smoke me a stick, drink me some yak. And then maybe I'll go flash a fucking uh, pistol at a titty bar. Because then maybe I'll claim mental health after that. I don't know. But, hey, at least you guys will believe me and buy in, right? Thanks a lot. Appreciate you guys. Much love to all y'all real ones. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Vernon Franklin was an exceptional young man. He was the valedictorian of his high school class. 
won several scholarships, and became the first person in his family to attend college. He got a good job and worked 14-hour days, six days a week, quickly becoming the youngest vice president in the history of the Viacorp Corporation, ending the cycle of violence and drug addiction that had plagued his family for generations. The officers of his company were wrapping up the usual Thursday meeting in the South Conference Room when Frank Murphy, the man who had mentored Vernon, made an awkward comment. Vernon, great job, buddy. You the man. Give me some skin, huh? Vernon got along with all of the people he worked with, which in his heart of hearts made him feel like an Uncle Tom. Though he could have ignored the simple comment his mentor made, Vernon decided to keep it real. Get your motherfucking hand out of my face. You heard me, motherfucker. Get your hands out of my face. What you think this is, man? Just shake my hand like a man. Hey, give me some five on the backhand side with all this crazy job. That's bullshit. You want a little soft shoe? Should I jump some water? 